yesterday off. I understand it feels like a Monday, but don't say that. It's 5.45. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo hanging around here somewhere. This is the morning sickness. And off we go. We were just talking about that. Just spun me. The Diamondbacks are talking about getting a new stadium. And uh, then it dawns on all of us that the fourth oldest National League stadium in baseball, the Diamondbacks. Chase Field. Chase Field. Bob. Chase Field. 1998 they yeah, built it? it built it in 98. Crazy. It is now 25 years old, and that is old and worn out and useless and everything else. So they're starting to talk about, well, we need a new place. We're going to start looking around. And will it be downtown? We don't know. They can't open the roof anymore when people are in there because it's too dangerous just in case. I wonder if they build a new one. They'll bring Drew Haybata back. Wow. Oh, you, are you itching for that job again? Yeah, you know. <laughs> you think maybe that's a good idea? You staying out after nine on uh, game nights? I don't think that's <laughs> two a good, years. Yeah, I know. That's too long, Brady. Uh, the games start at seven. You're usually in your nightcap and your your gown by then. It's not. It's a terrible plan for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think that's a good. Maybe a couple of day games. Revisit. That makes you wonder how great the construction is on Wrigley Field. It was built in 1914. I know it's been, you know, touched up. Everything that old has to be, but like this uh, stadium was built like a tract home. Yeah, it's it's all cracked <laughs> up like a yeah, like a like a Mason chicken, chicken wire chicken house. house. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, all right. So it's all cracked up. It's 25 years old, and they're like, well, this is ridiculous. We need a new one. Like why? It's a it, the field seems fine. Let's redo some seats, and well, the roof is broken. And like Wrigley Field. They've added on to it, and it's like, fine. I don't understand anything that's going on with this. So they're going to start hitting us up for some cake here pretty soon to build another billion-dollar baseball stadium. We'll see. If they if they pay for it themselves, it's fine. I want them to stay. I want them to be downtown. I want a new stadium. That'd be great. But Rather than a, uh, an audition, you could just do a minimize it. Well, Actually, that's the problem with that stadium. You'd yeah. have to tear it down to do anything. You want to keep it about 30000 maybe? built on the structure that the roof has to be a certain way. So in order to do that, you got to take the roof off. And to do that, you basically are tearing down the stadium. So there's no point in it. Like, it'd be so like, cost prohibitive to try to redo that thing. It's just dumb. Unless they made it something else in the outfield. Like, it built a mall in there and then just scooted seats in. But Why don't they do it like too. some of the... Uh, Playgrounds here, and the you know they put that giant screen over it, put big four poles over it, put the sunscreen over it, and the then giant tear it down dome. underneath that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Just reduce the. Put, uh, yeah, that's a ter- you're, you're, if you should have been a city planner. Wow. You'd have been fired in minutes. You'd have broke the record. Done in twelve months. <laughs> so you're saying we put a tarp over it <laughs> and then not tear it down. Nothing bad will happen. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense at all. So let's try it. Well, it's a better idea than. Tearing down a 25-year-old thing that's now obsolete. It's crazy. And I look at, you know, Coors Field is the third oldest one. We kind of... Yeah, 95. I'm looking at them yeah. right now. And that's... they don't. You don't hear them bitching about needing a new stadium. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they are. But that's mm-hmm. a cool place. That stadium's amazing. But they can revamp that because it's it's not some technological wonder with some creepy, weird... What's the capacity thing? in that on the at Coors Field? Uh, let's see. Oh, it's probably like 35 or 40. It's pretty big, actually, for baseball. But that was, you know, they were thrilled to have the Rockies. Is it 50? They can bump up Yeah, see, they started, I think that was the first, like, we'll we'll get a bigger crowd there. They had some monsters because of football and stuff. And they wanted, you know, concerts. That's a big one. But, yeah, Denver. Seems like the American League has mostly the older stadiums. Like Fenway. uh, Baltimore's now, like, Angel Stadium. Yeah, yeah. But they hold up. And Angel Stadium got completely redone. 
Well, the A's will be moving too. So oh yeah, and the A's are going to have a brand new stadium in uh, in Oakland. But that's not a stadium; that's a temporary warehouse. Yeah, Kauffman Stadium. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to build the Diamondbacks a new stadium, or they'll move. And right now, I don't think anybody cares. I think if the Diamondbacks threaten to move, I don't think anybody outside of like people who have their fingers crossed that they win again someday. It would suck. I mean, it definitely isn't a good thing. But I'm, I'm now. I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's just one of those deals where if you sit and bitch about, you know, government taxes and this and that, and they're taking that, and you can't let companies just threaten to say, well, if you don't like us, we'll go somewhere. All right, then go somewhere else. I think that we did that with Robert Sarver when he started to he lipped off a little bit about the Suns. They're like, you can take them. You've ruined them. You, and this was before they were good again. He started to say, well, the stadium downtown's not that great. All right, bye. Well, I'm not going to move them. They got all weird. He's like, I'm not going to move them. That was the first taste of Robert Sarver when he did that little video at home apologizing for, hey, I, I didn't realize everybody hated After me. flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, I think he, that's, that was our first taste of him being Michael Scott from The Office, is that he honestly thought, everybody thinks I'm hilarious, everybody likes me, I'm the most liked person in the city, and then he mouthed off and found out quickly, we don't like you, screw you. And that apology thing he did in his backyard was like, I had no idea you guys were this, you know, venomous towards me. This is weird. And then, of course, it came out later. Although, gotta say, for Robert Sarver to do what he did on the way out the door, it was one of the most, I guess it's a a gracious dick move. It was one of the most, uh, I don't know, generous asshole things I've ever seen someone do. Sure, he was banished from the kingdom of the Phoenix Suns. He was told he had to leave, sell his team, and all the employees hated him, and they were ratting him out to ESPN, and a bunch of them sat back and, you know, screwed him rotten through the press. And on his way out, he handed a bunch of them checks for twenty grand, and notes that said, you know, thanks for being part of this whole thing. And so, in a way, if you were one of the mouthy ones, you worked for the team, and you got a $20,000 check on the way out the door, as his way of saying, hey, without your help, I wouldn't have been able to sell this thing for $4 billion. I did real well on this deal. And you're like, oh, man. You know, you know, I think you're a you're a real f- jerk, right? Yeah, yeah. Here's a check for twenty thousand dollars. Thank you. Well, you're thank, right. Thank you. you're right. You've learned your lesson, evidently. You're a good egg now. For the ninety-five percent that I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Twenty k. How big a dick does your boss have to be to not be a dick anymore? And I think twenty grand's about right. <laughs> yeah, good price for me. It's a pretty good price for your boss to go. All right, I'm sorry, I was a dick. Here's twenty thousand dollars, and I'm never going to see you again. This might be the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I, if if Trip had some sort, I love him, but if he had some sort of a a falling out with everything, and I'm like, I have to talk about this on the air, and Trip did terrible things, and blah blah blah, and it just became something you have to confront, and uh, you know. Then he gave us all twenty thousand dollars and left. I, that's the that he'd be my Santa Claus forever, my man. Sorry about pantsing you at that party. Yeah, well, it still pisses me off. They still call me tiny because of you. Here's twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, it's not so bad. I can get over things. Do it after. Do it before. Hey, can yeah. I pants you for twenty k? Essentially, okay. it's the Kobe Bryant forty carat ring to yeah, Vanessa. Yeah, no yellow diamonds. <laughs> right, but- and it's sort of the same as when. A guy does that, you know, a guy screws up and everything, and then you see him, and she's got a brand new gigantic thing, and you're like, kind of had to buy my way out of this one. But it's, it would, but essentially it's the same as him, if Kobe got her the ring and they still got divorced, because he can't be part of this. 
Twenty grand, I yeah, can tolerate a lot of behavior. Yeah, would be, he would have stayed. Here's twenty k. Right. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sticking around. But I gave you all, and now you got to be nice to him again because he gave you twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars is that's a nice give parting gift from a an asshole. We talked about it yesterday, though. I, I'm sure he had a notepad saying, "All right, this guy is oh, yeah. getting twenty grand. And this I guy's not getting twenty grand." Guarantee you. However, those were uh, you know distributed through the office. There was a guy loudly saying, "Here's your check for twenty thousand dollars, Brett." From Robert Sarver. Hi, Brady. You get a check, Brett, <laughs> for $20,000 for being a good friend. Brady. And then he walks <laughs> to the guy next to him. Hi, Toledo. Here's a check for twenty. What about me? Oh, I guess your, your little uh, op-ed piece in the Republic didn't go over as well for Mr. Sarver. So his hand hurt from all the pantsing you told on him for, so he didn't write you a check. Here's a mug. <laughs> Here's a goodbye mug. By the way, there's no more styrofoam by the coffee. You're not allowed to have that. Hilarious. So, yeah, 20 grand I can tolerate. If somebody says, if I give you $20,000, is this okay? I'd be like, yes. We're good. Yeah, I think we're all good. Good memories come back all of a sudden. All of a sudden, you just remember all the good times. This guy wasn't. He had a good so, run. He was funny once. I remember that day. I'm going to focus on those days. Yeah, you can rose color up a lot for 20 grand, but that was a pretty baller move. And also, passive aggressive to go, you guys realize. You made me sell this team, and I bought it for $400 million with partners. And I'm leaving with $4 billion. That's a pretty good ROI in uh, 18 or 19 years. I'm going to go ahead, hand you guys a couple of pennies, and I'm going to go off to the island I just purchased and never be seen again. Banker Bob did a – that was a pretty good purchase. And the people that were at that meeting where the kid got pantsed that were actually like, <laughs> awesome <laughs> – yeah, the ones because that were you know, high there were some people like, oh, couldn't have pants a better yeah, and person. And now the precedent set that if Trip pantses somebody, I'm going over and high five him because just in case he gets outed for this and has to leave, and maybe I'll get the check on the way out the door. It's it's a way to be nicer to the toxic work environment boss. He pants that guy. Did you see it, John? Did you see the pants? Oh, I saw it. It was great. He's hilarious. Put that down. Write that on the record and tell Trip I said that. Yeah, who was against the pantsing? Seems like only this Homebird character was for it. Loyal soldier, 20,000. Pretty smooth move there, Sarver. Well, 20 grand's nothing now. So what'd he walk in with? What'd he walk with? What kind of bill? Well, I think he had like 41% or 40% or something like that. Maybe it's the high 30s of the team. And he bought it for 400 so, you know, 30% of the 400 was his money. And then he leaves with $4 billion, so 30% of the $4 billion comes to Because I know he gave, what, $5 million to Sons Charities, and then... Yeah, he handed over charities too. Yeah. $6 million. Yeah. He's still okay. He's oh. still good. <laughs> He'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. It makes you want to just spew off slurs at work. If, make, they, if the only way out, you have to sell this, this team. And it has to be approved by the NBA. Oh, in that case... What? What did you just say? You heard me. I said out loud. Now take your pants down. I want to see your pee-pee. This is a toxic work environment. You better goddamn believe it. There's a billion dollars. Now get out of here. <laughs> you take your billion and you go stand in a corner until you figure out what you've done wrong. Yeah. A corner of the Caribbean, you idiots. I'm leaving. The real punishment would have, like, he would have had to have been the president of just the Mercury. Like, he has to stay on and be the president of the Phoenix Mercury. Oh. He'd have been handing out $20 checks instead of uh, 20000 The best part about it is Brittany Griner, uh, Russian felon, 
just got a check from the Mercury for 165 grand for her next one year deal. For her one year deal. And then you think about it. Sarver was just chunking out 20 grand to like, you know, vending machine people and concessions and all that. And they always say, hey, WNBA, we can't pay you. <laughs> but he's got 20 grand to hand to people in a day. Here you go. This is for you. Here you go. One for you, one for you. Not for you, WNBAers. That's, and all they're begging for is cash. She's Man. got incentives, $500,000 if she dunks in a yeah, game. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there's incentives that if she can actually play basketball well, they'll yeah. pay her a little more. If you dunk a ball, it's a pretty good popular basketball move. If you dunk in the middle of a game, we'll give you 2500 bucks. Whoa! During the season, less than 10 falls on the court. Right. If you stay Bonus. upright, if you stay upright for an entire game, Sarver comes back, gives you another twenty grand. That would work beautiful. <laughs> you know that's impossible in girl basketball. Everybody fall there. They turn up the gravity. We understand, Brittany. It's very difficult for you ladies to stay upright during the game. If for no reason at all, like if you get bumped into, we'll give it to you. But a lot of the times, uh, girl basketball, you just fall down. We can't figure it out. I'll try to stay upright for that extra 4500 in cake. I also saw yesterday uh, on the news, and I like this story. I think this is fantastic that the, it's just in the, in the out and open. They have a place, some coffee house that does all sorts of stuff over in Tempe. Uh, and they have goofy nights. It's Tempe. It's a college. It's, yeah. They're going to do goofy stuff. So they had a, a drag queen reading hour at this coffee place. And they encouraged people to bring their kids down. And so they did. And then there was a bomb threat or something. People said they were going to firebomb it. And they're looking at it as a hate crime. And it dawned on me that 2023 is less tolerant of, you know, drag queens than our grandparents were. Which is a really weird thing because Milton Berle was pulling like 25 million people a night dressed as a woman doing comedy. Flip Wilson loved dressing up as a broad and they thought that was the funniest thing in the world. They loved drag queen stuff. They thought it was great. We can't have RuPaul on TV without, you know, lunatics writing about how it's going to ruin society. And I'm like, well, how come our grandparents in the 50s and 60s could watch it and just dismiss it? It didn't mean that everything was going to be gay. It's different if you wander up in a dress to a kid and start All bothering. All in a label, right? What do you mean? They didn't really call it drag queen. Sure they did. It was called dressing in drag. You were in drag. I didn't I didn't yeah. really He did his whole act in drag. So yeah. Flip Wilson. Flip day, Wilson's a drag show. Like, it wasn't a drag show. It was like he was in drag. Character, but I get it. Because I, when I think of drag queen, I think of like, oh, it's a modeling show. Can be. It can be anything. You're dressed in drag. If I came in here in women's clothes, it was John's dressing in drag. Yeah. So it's, it is, you know, a tolerance thing that we've lost. Or like, it, it, they're saying society's going to be ruined if we keep this up. We That was the most popular, that was the very first most popular TV show nationwide. That was the American Idol of the 1950s. Everybody gathered around their TVs to watch Milton Berle come out dressed up as a woman and do comedy in drag. And our grandparents didn't mind it. They were like, ah, this guy's funny. And they probably said some terrible things about it, but they didn't, it didn't stop their day. How come we can't do that? How come we can't, as a society today, have something bother us and not have it just stop us cold? So what? The coffee house had some drag people reading to people who voluntarily brought their kids down. I think it's weird. That's why I wouldn't go. But there's your option. You just don't go to it. I, you know, I wonder if it's so... I mean, most recently was that uh, field trip 
I think it was in Florida or somewhere that sure, they went down to the drug, him down drag to drag bar. Drag, right. And to read to all that, And that's where I think maybe some of that, uh-oh, they're doing this again. But the right. overreaction, absolutely. The indoctrination is different when a school, a public school, says let's go watch men dressed as women in thongs read to kids. It's a little different. But, if it's just fun, but people want to blow it up. Like religions, well, religions. If you pay attention, that used to be the way it was for Shakespeare. Women weren't allowed to do anything. They had to dress men as women every time they had a play because women weren't allowed on stages. And then in the fifties, Milton Berle was on as a woman, and it was hilarious. And I don't think the fabric of society diminished at you know to the point where well, that's it. That's the end of everything. But they lose their minds over this stuff. So no, we did get bell bottoms and things like that oh, right after that. It does so, ruin you know, fashion yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, it does. And then you know the you know. You do polyester look, of the seventies. The ambiguity of yeah, men looking like women all the time. Yeah, but you know they're still men. But it's you know you don't have to do it, and that's what I don't get. People that threaten to blow that stuff up. You don't. It doesn't mean you're gonna have to do it. It doesn't mean you're gonna have to dress as a woman. You can have Kirby out, and some drag queen reads her uh, some excerpts from To Kill a Mockingbird, and then you can tell her in the car that was weird. You're allowed to do that. Doesn't make it. And she might go, I loved it. Or, oh, that boy. was really good. What you're really afraid of is your kids will like it. That's what people are really scared of. So they just put these big, well, ah, I don't want my kid to think that's neat. Or this is, uh, yeah, this is the way it should be. Right. Well, yeah, but they, they're going to find that anyway. RuPaul's drag show is pretty funny. I don't know if you've watched that. Have you ever watched I it? I haven't. No. It's actually pretty funny. It's difficult for a man to understand how another man does that especially all of them can do the splits like hard onto like they jump and then land on their balls and I'm like where are their balls like I don't know where they put them and it's and they're like oh we stuff them I'm like you stuff them that's worse I've had my balls go in my ass crack before (laughs) you sit down it's the worst feeling in the world so that yeah so it but it's hilarious because they're willing to be kind of outsider freaks on my TV and then you find out they're hilarious. I don't want to hang around them all day long. It seems exhausting. I wouldn't want to. It takes me. I wake up every morning and I wander around for a little bit. And then I get when I get serious about leaving the house, about eight minutes. I brush my teeth for most of it. You know, half of that time is me brushing my teeth. And then the rest is just water on my face. I powder the balls and go. I, I can't imagine getting up in the morning going, oh, so much glitter. Where's my wig? It would take, I, I, that sounds awful. As a man, that's the whole point. We don't want to take time to get ready for anything. So do I want drag queen friends? No, we don't have anything in common at all. Do I want them to entertain me? Yes, very much so. Would I take a kid to a reading of a drag queen thing? Maybe. Just to, Especially if I thought my kid might be gay. I guess if, he, if he lights up too much, I'm like, oh boy, I got one. Dan ever bring you? <laughs> he would check you out. If, if my dad was, uh, if I was 12 again, and it was 2023, and my dad was who he was back in 1984, he did looked at this drag queen thing. I got to go see if this lights the boy up. <laughs> he needed to know. Like that was so important to him to find out if I was or was not gay. He's he I, he swore by it. I'm, I'm sure he talked to my mom nightly. I'm sure he talked to his friends. Like, what do you do if one's gay? I mean, can you fix it? <laughs> It had to make him insane for, from about age eleven, probably until about eighteen. I, he had to assume I was gay, and because there was so much pressure at the house to make sure I wasn't gay, he made he talked about 
girls with me in the weirdest way that I didn't ever tell them anything. I told them nothing. You never bring girls to the house because you'll get weird. I don't want you getting weird around it. Your sister brings all those Mexican boys. I know she's straight. <laughs> right. And she's a whore. So, I mean, what are we going to do about this? You want me to do that too? <laughs> I just would like to know. Oh, that uh, it's it's back to the beach in Cal- Huntington Beach laying on that thing and he sits down next to me in the sand. Point out a few of the girls you would think are attractive, please. Like, stop it. <laughs> well, do you, how about this one? No. Well, I, is it is it because she's a girl, Dad? Enough. Do you want to go get some high heels and walk around the apartment? No. <laughs> I'm okay. I will still care about you if you if you want to have chocolate fondue, pee pee. Stop it. But yeah, the drag queen thing kills me because it's just like this big deal today. And in the 50s, our, my grandpa loved Milton Berle. And he would make comments. People aren't as funny today as they used to be when Uncle Milty was on TV. You mean the guy in drag? Yep. Hilarious. And then he loved Flip Wilson. He hated black people and loved Flip Wilson. Because he was there to entertain him. And somehow or another, we lost that. Like, our, we, we, we don't understand being offended or... You know, it just doesn't make any sense. One of the... Uh, was a UFC guy, I forget his name, is in trouble because he said, uh, shame on ESPN. He tweeted out, shame on ESPN. I had to have my kids turn away from the television so they didn't have to watch two men kiss. Oh, it's an uproar. Get him out of the UFC. He can never fight again. It's like he's a devout Christian. He's uh, loaded up with the Jesus. And that offends him. But I never... his choice. So what? Like, right. Who cares? Just shut just up. Turn the channel. Just shut up and turn it. You don't have to make a big stink about it. And same with ESPN. If you don't like it, I don't watch ESPN anymore. Less because of the gay and more because everything's, every single thing is an action move. Everything's a cause. You can't just watch a game and have ESPN tell you. They'll give you a story about that, you know, the guy who scored 35 points in the college game. Both his parents died of drug overdoses while they were, you know, raping a muskrat. It's always just, you know, drama porn that comes along with everything. I just want to watch a game without having to worry about, you know, how sick that guy's mom is, you know. It's the TMZ of sports is all ESPN is now. Tweets for cancer. I get it. It, Do that stuff. That's nice. But we don't have to be drugged over the head with every single movement. The Suns are doing it this year. Every game is a thing. This one's for the Indians. This one's for gay night. This one's for... I was there for Chinese New Year night. And uh, I don't know what the hell was going on. They had dragons and Asian employees out of nowhere. They hired them for a day, which I think is more offensive. Asian people running around. And then this guy with a unicorn head comes up to my row and starts handing out these, you know, they look like uh, Chinese uh, invitations. They're bright red with Chinese writing on them. Inside of them was... You get like Panda Express or something. I didn't break know. the cookie <laughs> open. No, no cookie. Or, oh, okay. That's what I was hoping for. It's a treat. <laughs> and then I find out that this guy is an Instagram superstar called Unicorn Head. You got like forty million followers, and all he does is just wander in and out of places with this, you know, terribly cheap unicorn head that he wears around in just normal guy clothes. He's Unicorn Head, and that's <laughs> it's the weirdest thing in the world. But everything's a cause. Every single time I go to a Suns game, it's for a thing. Like, tonight we celebrate women with club foot. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, how many causes do you guys dig up and find here? This is insane. And then the worst one of all, celebrating the 30 years of not winning a championship. I still don't get that. 
I'd rather do the club foot night for the ladies. Then. But yeah, I just don't, you know, if you don't like drag queens, tell your kid, we don't like drag queens. We don't need to tweet about it. We just don't like them. And you're okay to do that. Or, drag queens are pretty funny. Don't go, you know, bringing them to the house and stuff. You're going to make me uncomfortable. But watching them on TV is hilarious. They're very funny. They're weird to me. And, that, and they know they're weird or it wouldn't be a TV show. Everybody knows drag queens are weird or it wouldn't be an entertaining show just to watch them dance around. Yeah, RuPaul gets it. RuPaul completely gets so it. He's, he's like, like a six five dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's the it's the back of the Barnum and Bailey Circus. He knows. Hey, want to see something weird? Yeah, watch this. I'm going to come out dressed as like kind of a woman that you may think is a little bit attractive. Like you, you're a ball. You look like no. You look like Mr. Hanky, only really tall. Like, no, watch this. And he comes out kind of hot. And you're like, oh no, he's not. He's just being himself on the show. But some of those dudes, I watched on the RuPaul drag thing the other day, and this guy did the, one of them, another one, they all do the splits, but one of them did the splits, and his pants just went right up his ass, and I went, ooh, nice. Wait a minute, oh, I had to stop oh, myself, oh. it's a nice ass. <laughs> that dude's got a great ass. And that's what they want you to think. They want you to start being gay. Well, it's not going to work. That's right. <laughs> you, can't, you can't talk me into it. Maybe for 20 grand. <laughs> If Robert Sarver's like, lick the tip, here's 20. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. It doesn't make me gay. It makes me a whore for money. Completely cool. So if RuPaul showed up at 20K? Oh, yeah, it'd be all on. over that thing. I wouldn't, I, you know, like I got a higher price than 20K to go, you know, full bore slut. <laughs> but I'll give you an old-fashioned for $20,000. You write me a check for, a solid check for 20K, I might reach over and I'll give you the over-the-top version, you know? <laughs> The friendly from the left. I'm, I'm going strong. I'm southpaw to the bullpen. I'll sit in the passenger seat and make that ride comfortable for $20,000. I watch that happen in the uh, the Mormons. They do that all the time. That, you know, my brother B gave his... Uh, Man, did he? He gave him a nice one. Took some time, too. And he just all you got to do is look away and have some Kleenex handy. I get that stuff all over me all the time. Not other people's, but my own. And it's, you know. It's okay when it's your own, It though. is weird when yeah. it, if, you know, if, like, right now you just did a little friendly fire action and hit me, it would be, like, the most repulsive thing ever. <laughs> but pretty much six times a week I'm wiping that stuff off of me somewhere. Or waking up with a weird, hey, I got in my arm. I didn't get that off. Like, you get a weird, like, it looks like you put a little cellophane on your arm. <laughs> or you put a shirt on and say, oh, I missed a spot. Damn it, I got to change the shirt again. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We've all been there. I don't want yours on me. I guess it's the same as if I just started drooling, it wouldn't bother me. But if you spit in my face, it would be a fight. Uh, it's a, we live in a strange place. I'm now curious, though. It's great advertising. I want to go down to this you know, drag queen reading to kids thing. And why do drag queens want to read to kids? Yes, they just care. <laughs> but if you've got a kid that you think might become a drag queen... You should per- you start letting them know. Here's where they hang out. You got a lot of work ahead of you. You've made life a little harder than it has to be, Todd. I just think their dresses are beautiful. You are okay, but the last thing I want to do is be a woman. And now you're volunteering for it. Oof. Good, go get them. Uh, it's six twelve. Let's get a wake up song, shall we? Five eight five nine eight hundred. Dress up like a woman today. We should have that for work. And boy, could you imagine the flip out that would occur if work had dress like a woman day and guys had to do it? <laughs> Trip would be standing hall. Uh, Katie Kibbe's right, right down the hall. They do it every day. Sissified that thing and it works. 
Uh, give it to us good and strong. 585-9800, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Another glorious start to the day, 6.38 here in the morning sickness. And uh, emails from people coming in about that whole thing over there at the LGBTQ plus I-5731 hut coffee shop that had the things that people are like, you know, I never thought of it the way you're saying it, which is our grandparents never looked into anything. They just didn't like something. They were uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. And they moved on. And they made comments and then didn't affect their life. Ah, these people. <laughs> and then they were done with it. We need to be more like our grandparents in that way and less like them in the racist way. Get rid of the racism and keep the judgment. Somehow or another, you got to combo those things up. Like a freak standing in a coffee shop dressed up like ladies. Yeah. And then it's over. They don't even think about it the rest of the day. Well, did they freak out about Paul Lynn back in the day? Oh, <laughs> well, Paul Lynn had the match. Nelson Riley. Oh, they loved gays. That, that whole match game thing was just gay joke after gay joke. And Paul Lynn was gay joke after yeah. gay joke. But they liked that this, uh, and my grandpa, I remember, would watch Hollywood Squares and go, he's a funny little queer. Like, he would <laughs> he would call him, what, you know, he would judge him. My uncle watched Liberace on the Hollywood Loved Squares. Loved Liberace. Thing. Liberace would come out to do anything. And like, this guy. Flaming, and then just be entertained beyond belief by the flamboyant nature of this weirdo. Weirdos are entertaining. Our grandparents used to get it. They used to get it. Now, if you saw a guy dressed like Liberace walking down the road, you'd throw the elbow next and look at this guy. It, but it was never. You're like not going to do that. It was never like blow up the building he's in. They never thought that way. They didn't. You know, they would. They had trouble more with races. They didn't understand when people didn't look exactly like them as far as color went. They just, just stayed apart. And that's all All of them. Black grandparents didn't want you hanging around the white kids. And it was the same everywhere. We kind of eliminated that and then got all uptight about everything. So what? You have, you know. Again, if a bunch of drag queens start hanging out in your garage doing reading to kids, you'd be like, all right, everybody out. This isn't nobody was invited to do. But if you, you don't have to go, why blow it up? And you said it was the Proud Boys. That's what they're. That's what they were saying on uh, the news this morning. Yeah, the gay coffee house. See, and that's another thing. And the gays are to blame for this. Is the and I'm uh, Stephen Holmberg's back, but the gays are to blame for this for having a gay coffee house in the first place. Just be a coffee house. And they always say, "Well, we're friendly to LGBTQ." Uh, we, like you have to be. That's no one a, else. It's a law. Well, you, like the Gay Denny's didn't have any choice in being the Gay Denny's. It became the Gay Denny's right. because straight people named it. This is a pretty Gay Denny's, we right. kept saying. At 3 in the morning when we wanted a moons over my hammy and we're watching dudes blow each other. We're like, this this is a fairly Gay Denny's. Like, every table but me seems to be very liberal here. Blowing each other. Yeah, of course the coffee house is gay friendly. You're forced to be friendly to all people by the law. Afterwards, you whisper, I don't want to serve them anymore. But you have to or you're going to lose your, you know... Stupid. It's not worth it for your business. So we got to stop with that crap. We're a gay coffee house. Oh, God. Your coffee is gay, makes you gay. What do you mean? Well, it's just coffee. So you're a coffee house. Shut up. We're all friendly to the guy who was a Starbucks is a gay friendly coffee house. Those gays go in there and get coffee. That's all. Just shut up about that. We're a black friendly store. Oh, you have to be. We made that a law. Of course you are. Should be, be friendly to everyone. Just just behave too. Right. I mean, because hetero it. or gay, 
no humping in front of everyone else. That's right, Brady. That's right. That's what you put up in there. That's also a law, by the way, Brady. But yes, no humping in front of everyone else. It is a law. Nobody's doing that. That's the thing. Like, I think that's well, what you're saying. Straight. I mean, well, you're saying the gay Denny's. That doesn't mean, I mean, people think, oh, it's gay Denny's. That's all that's going on in there. It that's is. not it. I no. never thought they were actually humping in the Denny's. They're just yeah. the gay Denny's. It's where the gays go after the gay nightclub. And yeah, but that's the, how things build up. Like, oh, they, I go in there. I'm going to get... But that's where we're uptight. Nobody actually <laughs> thinks easy. that. Anybody yeah, that actually, I'm going to go in there and get blown by a gay, I'm going to fight. That's where we've lost our minds. That's nobody I know. That's where we've lost our minds. But that's my point. Calm her down. There's no reason to think that you're going to get blown or turn <laughs> yeah. into a gay for hanging out at the gay Denny's. I don't hang out at the gay Denny's because I don't want to get blown or turned into a gay. I'm smart enough to know that I'm susceptible. Your neighbors don't even hang out at the gay Denny's. <laughs> oh, it's cheap and right. weird and dirty. And then... It's chocolate LeBaron's in the parking uh, lot. And it's, yeah, it's the filth. But there is a law, Brady, that says no one can hump in public in front of you. I mean, that's all right. Yeah. You can call the police and stop I just stop don't want to go there. But I'm when you come across being, a guy that we, we had a guy that was like, I'm not going in there. Right. I might turn gay. Because he's already gay. Yeah. He's questioning. Yeah. If you're worried about it, you're gay. If you're worried that a place can turn you gay, you're <laughs> fighting how gay you are. That's all it is. Get out of the way, then go in there. Please turn me gay if I go in there. Well, then guess where you're just on the you're teetering, brother, and on you're on the you're, you're so you're thinking about, about to enter, uh, you know, blowjob town, and it's starting to look good to you. I can't go in there; it's too tempting. That's what I hear. Blowjob town sounds enticing. I'd move there. In a What's second. the real estate like there? Well, Brady would become mayor and have a no humping <laughs> policy. <laughs> But Brady is No humping in front of each other. Brady throws that bomb out there. That's already a law. We don't really have to worry. And I'm not worried about that. If people were humping in front of me, that's entertainment too. Well, that's why they had to shut down the rest areas. Sure. Because of the jam. priests. Because yeah. those Catholics that hate this so much yep. didn't stop banging each other in the rest area. Papago Park was like ruined for one of a reason. In August, a dude in a black dress would just walk around sweating, waiting for somebody else in a black dress to show up so they could blow each right other. Here? Those ra- right here, Papago really? Park was the place for priests to blow people. Wow. I had no idea. Google it. Priests, how many of them got caught at Papago Park? It was ridiculous. It was like a gay hangout, and priests were like, it is? Oh, well, let's go fix that. And we're here to save you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It's it, no humping is a law, and I'm, I've never once been worried about it. Oh, these people are always humping in front of me. They're gonna pass a law. First result when you search Papago Park gay hangout is a website cruising gays. <laughs> Papago Park, <laughs> yeah, it's gay a, Phoenix cruising area. It's a great. It used to be much worse. I wasn't allowed there at night. I could do that when I was young. BS West, can't go there Hole in the Rock. Those are bars. In New oh. Town Saloon. They're wait. They're humping in Hole in a Rock. Apparently. Oh, for crying out I know everybody humps in Hole in the Rock, but I don't want it to be like a. I knew about BS West, the gay green book of where to go to bang. <laughs> I think that isn't that New. T- that's right over here. Hole in the Rock. No, no, no. The uh, New the Town other, Saloon. Yeah, I think that's like right there. Uh, yeah, and you and you Town, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen that. I'm familiar with it. I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I got a law in there. It says uh, humping is okay. Yeah, you know what, people? No public displays that get out of hand. I remember I was at the PETA jungle, and it was gay pride week. Just standing in the PETA jungle. Now, already I'm in a PETA jungle. I pretty much know what I'm getting into. It's going to be a diverse group. 
you. And it was gay uh, uh, Pride Week, and these two guys came in, and we're, we're all waiting in line for something. I don't remember how the line worked to get food there or to go. And the dude just pins his boyfriend up against the wall. I mean, kind of like in a... Accused kind of way? Yeah, almost a little bit like on the pinball machine. <laughs> Pushes him up against the wall, and I mean, they just start tonguing hard. It was aggressive and sort of... It was off-putting. You were going to say hi. Here comes the mayor. All right, <laughs> that's enough. No humping in public. It's an ordinance. But somebody said, hey, guys, get a room. And he turned, he goes... Can't handle gays. No, I just don't want to watch this. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that guy's kind of right. Like nobody wants to see. That. I don't care if it was beautiful heterosexuals. It's just enough already. You're spitting all over everything. We're trying to eat. All right, it's, I'll tame it down. No making out. Yeah, yeah. Just don't be sexy. Don't don't be all say. You can be flirtatious and whatever, but save it for private places or the parking lot. Where you start making out up against the car. You know that. You so banged you finish your flapjacks and get home. Brady banged in a parking lot at a restaurant. You know. True. Sometimes you just can't help it. That's why you're worried about that. No this. humping in public. He's experienced it. I know what it's like. Your ass flapping in the wind. Shameful. Knock it off. Yeah, just be cooler. Walk by like we used to. That's be- a good statement all around. Be cooler. Walk by. Pull the stick out. Walk by. The LGBTQ coffee house, which acts like it's doing something different than any other coffee house, but legally they're not. And you walk by and you look in there and go, look at all of them. And then just keep going. Just do what our grandparents did. Just act like, ugh, weird for me. That's not normal. The same way a gay guy would walk by heterosexual friendly coffee house. Again, they all are. And just say, oh, look at them all in there. Just acting all breeder. <laughs> it's fine. I get I get called up by my at all, my neighbors call all. me a breeder all the time. I'm like I had a vasectomy. I'm not breeding. Yeah, but you do it the way breeders do it. I'm like yeah, the, the, you know the right way. <laughs> you know it was intended. You guys have mucked it all up, and they laugh, yeah, and we have, have a good time. It. Yeah, we guys have good. Look, we do it too, <laughs> but it's a challenge. You guys make it easy. Put some stakes on it, you know. <laughs> don't don't make it so simple. You guys, have, you know how hard I have to work for that thing. Yeah, but we don't have to get fixed. <laughs> you should. Well. <laughs> Just in case. Because <laughs> yeah. nowadays, you don't know who you're running into. What is it? Vic Tarvey might have yeah. a little bit otherwise That there. dude, well, that doesn't stop you from getting no, the HIV. No. But that dude can still get pregnant. I've been reading the news. <laughs> you don't know what's going on underneath that dress. It might look the part, but it's got ovaries and stuff. Be careful. We're all too uptight. I find... I find it most absurd that a coffee house puts a rainbow flag up and acts like they're doing something different than any other place in the city. The Civil Rights Act made it so you have to serve gays. You can't not do it. If you do, you're running into trouble. You You don't have to make them a cake for their wedding. If you choose not to have their business, that's fine. But you have to serve gay people food at a restaurant. You can't just go, no gays, you're out. We don't serve you. It's illegal. So a gay coffee well, house is nothing. The market, the market usually bears that out. Like Absolutely. If you're, if you're I'm in, all for it. Look, I think the Civil Rights Act hid, it, hid the, the bad guys. Yeah. It made it so people who hate serving you used to make it out loud. They put signs up and said, we don't want this group or this group or this group in my store. And then why would you go there? And if the neighborhood makes that a thriving business, then the whole na- you need to leave that neighborhood. They hate you. I don't understand. I like the menu. What's this uh, no minorities? <laughs> it's no minorities. You saw it. Get out. 
We don't serve you. Oh, right. Well, I don't want food from you. You're going to do terrible things. Welcome to Gilbert. Right. Exactly. Gilbert has signs that says, good luck, minorities. (laughs) But we have to serve you. Anyway, speaking of gays, I was teasing the Brett yesterday because the White Sox now have a player that they're, you know, that's the big spring training well, he story. got adamant about it, didn't he? Well, like, oh. Got indignant. Who, Brett? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He fired up. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah, he's all fired up about being gay, the player for the White Sox. And then uh, I got an email from a guy who used to play baseball. And that's the big story going into spring training. This is the first week they're practicing, then games start Friday. And they're, you know, springs in town. But everything, of course, being an ESPN nightmare, you have to find who's gay, who's got one foot. I don't know what's going on. Nobody just can be a baseball player anymore. says, uh, I saw the story, John. I used to play uh, minor league ball. So I instantly thought about you. Huh? <laughs> you talked about what a good career move it would be to just be gay if things start going south for you. Minor league White Sox prospect since 2017. You're in the minors for six yeah, years. Uh, his name is Anderson Comas. Couldn't hit his way out of a wet paper bag as an outfielder in four seasons. Uh, hasn't made it above A ball. Switched to pitching in 2022. His ERA was a six plus in 11 innings. Now he's got the headlines uh, from the White Sox and the Major League Baseball website that he publicly came out as gay, which is a brilliant career move for a guy who's on the chopping block this spring training. Is it a hate crime if he gets released? They're not going to take that chance. God damn it. Why didn't I think of doing this when I was with the White Sox? I could have milked at least two more years out of this. As always, legendary thoughts and a visionary. Thank you, John. And I told him, I said, I could have been your PR guy. I'd had you blown Mark Burley until you were the, you know, you were the, you were the ace. And he goes, and I would have done it. Mouthful, smile on my face until I took his spot in the rotation. <laughs> that's right. It means a lot. But that is a good move, and I think that's what that guy's done. He's bought some time. By the way. I'm gay. He's bought time, but uh, like we were just talking about even like the NFL with uh, Michael Sam. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. No. He got his time. He got his time in the sun, but I mean, he didn't. But, you know. Some would say he got extension because of that. That's possible, yeah. Jeff Fisher did, and that's why he can't coach in the NFL anymore. That's the quiet thing. But he was the one who said, they're making me draft a gay guy. And, uh, you know, like, well, so what? Is he good? And then other guys. Now, yeah. What's his name there? Carl Nassib has been gay for years and hasn't raped one person in the well, locker room. Well, apparently he's good. <laughs> yeah, he's very good. And also, he's keeping his dick to himself and following right. Brady's rules of no humping, please. Pretty easy. It's pretty simple. You know? <laughs> it is pretty. It is, you know, actually. I've had trouble containing. Sometimes, like, basic. I gotta hump somebody. Like, now. Nah. <laughs> We've all run into that wall, but. I just find it funny that we have to say it. You know, it's pretty easy not yeah. to hump anybody. <laughs> it is a simple rule to follow. <laughs> It's, it's, you know, do unto others, kind of. If they want to hump you, hump them back. But if they don't and you don't, then don't do it. Yeah, no humping. It's a great law. Uh, yeah, so this guy's now, he's the story of the spring training, but he's not good at baseball. Not good enough to be a pro. I mean, he's good at baseball. Being in the minors, I won't ever well, bash him. he's a pro. He's, he's a professional baseball. He's not, not an MLB player. He's a single-A, double-A guy, tops. And that's probably where he'll just wind up. They won't cut him, but he'll... He probably won't make the big club. Well, if they keep doing these stories on him, there's going to be a lot more attention paid. That's for sure. So. John, is that why but they're it, building all those new ball fields over by Papago? I used to write, write at night at Papago. Yeah. The golf course loop, we called it, was yeah. the spot for the gays. 
They would wear white shirts to identify. Now what? Just a San Francisco Giants shirt? Is that yeah. all you have to Can have? Can I ask why the gays want to hang out at all these biking trails just to confuse us bikers? Yeah, because your brother's Sodomy, sodomy uh, uh, Gulch is the dreamy draw, and at night it turns into a different place. Do they all wear white shirts? They're re- they've been remodeling it for the last... It's supposed to be beautiful, but they're the... <laughs> I wonder why they've they've torn down all of the old pavilion and parking lot, so you can't go in there anymore. So they've uh, they've abandoned it. Maybe they're back at Papago now. But what is it about blowing a dude in the desert that's better than the dry Motel heat. Six? I guess it's a dry heat, not for long. Yeah, it's like Motel Six. I'll take <laughs> the give it four minutes. You're not dry at all. John, just make sure you have a flat repair kit when you're riding. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to have all your utensils. <laughs> you don't have your little Allen wrench thing in your. Don't stop. Oh, crap. I got a pinch flat. Hi. What's that? It's crawling out of the ground here. They're Where's nocturnal. Did you say pinch? Yeah. <laughs> They're nocturnal hunters. Look how big his eyes are. Yeah, he's going to play uh, for the White Sox now. And I got you a jersey. It's on the way. Oh, thank you. He's number 67. He's close. He's off by two. <laughs> he's off by two. He <laughs> should be number 11. And two big sticks. But, yeah, he's the guy who's, you know, now the big story in baseball. And it's like, come on. Yeah, we, we're, we're stretching, aren't we? If a guy's gay in baseball, he's got to be good at it to matter. Don't you think? You can't just be gay and a single-A guy. Nobody's going to care about that. There's probably been billions of gay single-A baseball players. Loads of them. And there's probably just by definition or percentage a bunch of them playing in the pros and just are like, ah, going to go hit the ball and go home and hit the ball. Yeah, it's, not a, it's not a thing you need to like scream all the time. But I'm sure there's plenty of gay players in baseball. And I know for a fact that there are because they're called Chicago White Sox. So they have a name for them. The Sox used to be a different color. They made them white. <laughs> the crisp White Sox of Chicago. I like it because they're the ones that have to deal with it. And the last place that wants to tolerate uh, any sort of inclusivity is Southside Chicago. <laughs> that, is, crowd. That, is, that is a rough group that is not really, uh, you know, too accepting of that kind of stuff. White, my uncles are, all my uncles are White Sox fans, pretty much. And oof. That's a group that doesn't want. Another death to disco night. Oh, yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. They, they didn't even like disco music to the point where they blew up their own stadium. So I can't imagine what they're going to do. Uh, and then the uh, and then the fun part. I, I saw this thing last night. I was I I, I want to donate my body to this. They uh, were they found a bunch of dead skeletons somewhere in the world. I don't even care where it was, but it was like Europe. And they had they had all these chunks out of their heads. And they're like, those aren't axe chunks. What were they hitting with? And two scientists got the job to smash skulls, the forensics, to find out what was hitting these people. Because they all died from like a similar wound, and it wasn't an axe wound. Uh, it was like a some th- type like, of hammer. They don't know. They couldn't tell that adze. They kept saying, and I don't know what that is, but that's an axe. That's you know those axes that have the blade go kind of parallel to the the stick. They're they're not like the axe. An axe has it like ninety degrees off of the handle. These are straight up. And then it's got that, like, rainbow a little, shape. A little pick. It almost. looks like an umbrella. Oh, oh yeah, gotcha. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's got the things on it. So these two scientists are like, we got to do something about this and figure out what killed all these. There's 32 bodies they found. We got to find out what killed them. And so they went back to a lab and got a bunch of skulls and just started mashing them with stuff. And I'm like, this is, this is the type of science they need in eighth grade. You want more kids to be scientists. 
You bring in a bunch of skulls and let them smash them with maces and axes and hammers and and then go, this is what happens when you hit a guy in the head with this stuff. They ran out of skulls and started using fake skulls. These guys couldn't stop hitting them. I'm like, that's what I want. And I want my body donated to that. And I want my picture next. I want a picture of my face on the skull. I want I want people to know this is it. And then just beat the tar out of that. They kind of do that on uh, that Discovery Channel where they make the weapons and they show you the yeah. damage they can oh, do. They do it. Yeah, but they do it off of fake stuff. They yeah, I mean, they make the uh, you know, phony synthetic garbage. I want, some, I want some people that thought they were doing the right thing. They donated their bones and body to science only to try to discover what killed people 2,000 years ago. <laughs> like, that can't be helpful towards the future. It's just to figure out something. Like, you want your body donated to science, and then they cure something with it. Like, they do experiments in your bones. Oh, he's got something in his bones that can help us do this. These guys just, they did what they did at that frozen head center. They just played soccer and crush them ups with it. Awesome. And I was like, ah, oh, I should have paid more attention in science. That's a gig right there. Yeah, we're out of uh, heads. <laughs> they ran out of heads. They, I mean, they ran out of... I gave you 200. Donated skulls. <laughs> we'll make some, but it's not the same. You know, it's just not the same. I like those big eye holes staring at me when I swing an Adzi, which I just now learned what it was at a thing. And they're like, more than likely it was Adzis. We're going to need several hundred more skulls to be sure, though. And the people have no idea. They just get that letter. Thank you so much for the donation. <laughs> if you'd like to donate or come to one of our luncheons, I went to one of the luncheons for donated body parts, and everybody was talking. I never once had the guy come up and go, yeah, you figured out how druids died years ago, thanks to your uncle. What did you do with them? Oh, we mashed the living out of his head with well, something called an adzi. It's an axe that's on top. Why? Oh, we had to figure out how these guys died. Honey, we got a lovely letter from Asplund. <laughs> yeah. Turns out, uh, remember Uncle Joe? His skull went through a chipper, and they... They've invented something to still... Well, that's great news. A new news. safety procedure. A new safety procedure so people's skulls don't get mashed up by wood chips. Thanks, old Uncle Joe's donation. And just push him right through. It's I, fascinating. Uh, but I wanted to be... I, when I went to the Body Works exhibit, I tried to sign up at the end, and they wouldn't let me. Uh, all that, they only want Asian. They didn't say that, but I'm convinced that's what was going on, because everybody there was Asian. Discrimination. That's what I thought. Like, why don't you want a white guy? You don't do anything. I'm like, oh. So they just didn't want, like, doughy white guy body. Because that's not an exhibit. <laughs> Here's what sedentary life will look like without skin on it. But I was like, yeah, take it all apart. Because I thought it was just awesome. And then some of them, they'd have, like, the name of the guy who donated it. This one kid had uh, got hit by a car skateboarding. And they peeled his skin off and showed what muscles do when you're skateboarding. That's awesome. And that was his parents' wish, like... To have him like, trying to well dead doing what he loved, they put his his skinless weird body on a skateboard, and then pointed out how your muscles work while you're skateboarding. It's the coolest thing in the world. And I tried to sign up, and I want to give my body to this. And I'm like, oh, it's an intense process. I'm like, yeah, and you're not Asian. Yeah. What does that have to do? I noticed. Yeah, I know. I know Thanks. that. You want to see what a peeled up white guy looks like? No, we've seen it. Nobody wants to see that. That never, that doesn't come around anymore. Like all the bodies got rotten or something. The really cool part of that. Right, Asians. Maybe not enough Asian donors. Possible. The really cool part of it was, well, because at the end, 
they encourage you to donate. And I'm like, well, this is going to go on forever. We're going to have one of these in every city. And I guess not enough people did. But the uh, the cool part about it was the uh, you see heart disease and you see a smoker's lung. And they have yeah. them on display, like healthy lung, moderate smoker, heavy smoker, super cancerous smoker. And the lungs are black. Not yeah. the inside. The like whole thing's charcoal. Yeah. It's the craziest thing. Like, this is what a smoke. This guy smoked every day of his life for 25 years. That's what his lungs look like when we peeled them apart. I'm like, oh, there's not. You I remember seeing that, that in color. Remembering the primatine mist ads that yeah. would show whatever yeah. the yeah. breathing things were opening up. And then they actually show you that in, yeah. on, on yeah. a smoker. Yeah. And they're not. It's black. Cooked. It's cooked. Cooked it. Yep. And the healthy lung was like, it looked delicious, actually. It was bright pink. It was. The other ones were awful. I love that, but I would love to donate my. I, I would like to make that like a thing. I donate my body to funny science. I don't want to. I don't want to have my eyeballs live on. I don't want to have. They may have actually parted the bodies exhibit. Right. I don't want to. Like there's always just one at some place, another at another. I want to dictate what happens, and I'm like, that's fine. I don't want my organs living on. That creeps me out. Sorry, people who love organ donation. It just freaks me out. I got. If I get past it someday, I'll do it. But I want to do- donate my body to uh, hilarious science, where they just find out how much a body can take. They ask plunge. Like, make it so you push me through a wood chipper that's designed to not chop up skulls. <laughs> There'll be failures. And then just film it. I'd be an Instagram superstar. You're advancing, what'd you <laughs> call know. them, Axis? Uh, oh, Adzies, yeah. Adzies. Yeah, find out, because nobody even knew what it was, and they were trying to figure out what kind of damage it can do. And I'm like, this is the dumbest science experiment ever. I wonder if this is a thing. Of course, Are they coming back? Of course, a top-of-the-handle axe is going to crush a skull. Same as the flail. Yeah. Remember, the, I saw one of those things where they were taking Best. skulls to flails. Yeah, to, to, boom, and they're just smashing stuff. But then the axe wound was like a moon shape, and the Adzie was like a hardcore hit. Like this is this is what they died of success. Like, you guys, they're just dead from head wounds. We had to know what they were using. Why are they coming back? Are we worried about them? But I would like that. I would like to. We figured out the instrument. Now the question is why. <laughs> right. Let's do it again. Here's what rocks look like smashing into John's head. I'm all for that. That was the neatest thing because they were just crushing skulls, throwing them to the side. Yep, that was one. Take a look at that one. See if it's the same as the next 33 I hit. And then the other guys, give me the axe. I want to do it. <laughs> They're scientists. I want to be a scientist. They didn't ever do that in our classes. Talks about the moon, dirt. Boring. First day of science class, if I was a science teacher, I'd have a skeleton in there and go, we're going to find out what happens to a skull when you hit it with an adze. You're going to learn a lot today. Kids would pay attention. If they all got a whack at the... And then candy fell out of them or something. You'd go at it in class, maybe, <laughs> yeah. with a Nerf adsies. Nerf? What are you, crazy? Reenact what battles. Kind of science is that? I'm, do, I'm letting the kids chunk the skull. Nerf. It's the point of Nerf. You let them take out that. And then tell them this used to be a real person. There's a real skeleton. We get to hit it. Oh, you get to pinata that thing, Miguel. You go crazy. Sweet. What are we learning? Learning what a, what happens to a skeleton when you smash it in a science class. It's awesome. Everything about science is just learning whatever you're doing. And, yeah, you make them a pinata. Skeleton pinata would be pretty great. Start smashing those things with heavy bats. 
And speaking of heavy bets, that dude at, at Intel. Yeah. How about that guy? Just wanders into well, the Intel and he campus. he did it in 2001. Yeah, he do, he's shown up before yeah. to smash people. He showed up at the, the Intel. second time? Yeah. Well, he didn't kill bat. anybody in 2001, but he, oh. but he beat him up. He showed up to knock heads around, and then he shows up with a bat and beats yeah. people to death at work. Jeez. That's a new one. And again, from what I was reading, he's a little bit of the weird guy. He's in, the guy in the office. That, but he's like the, the late-night cleanup crew. Oh, he is? I think like he's not he's not putting chips together. Right? So at any point now. Well, they've got all that construction going on out yeah. there, so it's probably it's a parking yeah. problem. He's yeah. just mad at Was parking. he upset they get 10 weeks of vacation <laughs> every four years or something? No, but he wandered in. Does that mean that our cleaning crew can someday just be furious with us and come wandering in here with a bat? I think that's well, they're here in Shannon's here. We're good. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not going to because Shannon keeps the door closed. Did that's that true. was he that guy, language too? Didn't he go back in during? That is true. Shannon can talk to them. We need Shannon here twenty four hours a day just in case they show up. Because Shannon will, Mr. Hernandez will speak to you now, Madman. But yeah, that was a crazy story. And the guys, and then you read, and it's like he's 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 shown up to beat people up before, and then uh, he doesn't. He succeeds. And the crazy office guy had a bat this time, not a gun. And it's not even that big a news story because if you don't shoot, you don't get. All the attention. This is the same thing as anybody else wandering into a building and going nuts. But he just beat two people to death with a bat. And he's a cleaner. I didn't see that part. He's a cleaning crew guy. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was an employee, like working I, side I think by he side. Was, but I don't. I don't think he was doing the, the the main work. Which is putting together chips. Just just yeah. fabricating. Off. <laughs> That's it. It's fabricating, painting. Yep. He's an airbrushing. Yeah. <laughs> They make him clean his mess up before they hauled him away, or what? I mean, he is the cleaner. It's like, all right, no, pal. No, they found him hauling duffel bags yeah. out oh. into his car. So he did clean it. He's like an there Italian. Yeah. Oh, well, the better part is he kept his he kept his yeah. job first and foremost. <laughs> now you I got to clean all this up. God damn it! I knew you'd be a bleeder, Bruce. But yeah, that's a crazy Brutal. story out there. You come in with a bat, start knocking people around, and again, it's a, a, a little message. Maybe today, if you know you're the prettiest lady in the office, and you know when you are, maybe walk by the office weirdo today and just go, hey, what's going on? Huh? Me? Yeah, just seeing how you're doing. I'm good. Okay. And then walk away. Don't flirt. Don't do anything other than acknowledge that he's alive. That buys us all a couple of days. I got you a bat. (laughs) No, no, no. Don't give him weapons. What? (laughs) Brady, no. Don't give him a gift. Don't touch him. Just acknowledge that he breathes the air you breathe. No, you don't give him things. Walk by and go, hey, how are you? Hi, ma'am. Doing good? I am now. And then for like a week, he's happy. And then he starts to boil up again. You got to go back over. Send the other. Send the second hottest girl over. Hi. She wanders by. And just, just make sure the office weirdo is being attended to. They, they all sit quietly in, part of the, in, in the corners of the office and plot your death. Every office has one. Every construction site has one. Everybody's got an office weirdo. The difference on construction sites are usually somebody else is armed too. You have a nail gun or a hammer. The office weirdos are kept at bay in construction sites because they know if they start to attack a guy, a bunch of dudes with hammers are right there. Our office weirdo, he never gets any attention. Ever. He has to wander around. 
We better send Joan Kristen down there to say hi this morning. <laughs> We're just coming by to say, hey, we haven't seen your office. All right. You ladies want to come in? No. <laughs> just saying hey. And then move on. Yeah, send down the... Send in the blondes. He's acting, <laughs> he's acting froggy. He's into bigger girls. Okay, we got those two. Send a couple of... Everybody's got those. <laughs> send in the thick girls. Send in the thick girls. The crazy black guy is acting weird. Send in the thickest girl we've got. If you've got, like, because he was a black guy at Intel. You needed to send that Iggy Azalea wandering by as, ooh, you're cleaning up so nice. What? You're the best janitor ever. Why, what? Oh. God damn, that's a thick ass. Bye. And then for two or three days, he's just thinking about that. I'm not going to smoke. I'm not going to smoke people. Office weirdos need to be paid attention to, not treated like the office weirdos. They're doing their. They do that on their own. You want that. So be nice today. Find your office weirdo and even then hug a weirdo. Hug a don't touch a weirdo. But maybe even like go by and go, hey, we're all going to lunch if you want to tag along. And then if he says yes, and he's go, oh, lunch got canceled. Like uh, make sure that like lie about something. Make sure that he's hey, we're gonna include you, but then it didn't happen. And then but don't go traipsing off to lunch without him. We look for you. That's a good one. We look for you before lunch. See if you want to tag along with us. But oh, I was working. Ah, you're always working. You're a hard worker. Great job. And then wander by his office and go. Okay, I think we got him covered for a little bit. You see it when Paul, who's not the office weirdo, but he's the office powder cat. You give him a little bit of love now and again. You're good, Paul. Everything's fine. I just want to kill David and Jill and Julie. All right. <laughs> but you're not gonna, right? But I want to. I want to. Mentally slaughtering them right now. That's all. I mentally slaughter the entire lot. But don't actually do it. And then he breathes and you talk about football for a little bit and he's fine again. Get him off on the coyotes? Forget about it. That's where he's going to lose it. (laughs) He's going to start killing coyotes. Uh, What do you got in the big board of musical treats this morning, sir? Wake up song time. And, of course, it's brought to you guys by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys are going to take care of you. It looks like they're going to get another bunch of storms heading up north. So, right now uh, it's raining. Yeah, it, it was raining here a little while ago. Yeah. So uh, now's the time to get your skis uh, maintained. They can do the, they can do all the waxing, do all the repairs that you're going to need. Or if you don't want to do that and you want to hit the trails like I did yesterday. Bike just, it out. Uh, yeah, just bike it out. So actionrideshop.com is where you're going to go. And uh, just go and visit the boys. They're over there on Act at uh, Gilbert Road and Southern. And on the list today... Lots of talk with uh, Aerosmith. Dude, likes, <laughs> dude looks like a lady. Scatterbrain. Hey, dude, Lou Reed. Dude. Walk on the wild side. Tool. Prison sex. Uh, who was in my room last night from the Butthole Surfers? The Revolting Cox. Do you think I'm sexy? <laughs> See, we had a band uh, called the Butthole Surfers. And, people, yeah. nobody and the Revolting didn't, Cox. Yeah. Society didn't go sideways. Uh, clutch in flames, corn. Butthole surfers. When I see it now, it kind of dawns on me of how hilarious that actually is. How stupid <laughs> that name is. And they're, they're, they made it. Uh, I don't care. Whatever you, you said want. said it's the anniversary of, I'm trying to find the text, of a Metallica release today. It is? I think so. Of which one? Uh, Damage Inc. Oh, Master of Puppets was released on this day. So I think Damage Inc. would be appropriate. No kidding. Is that right? Well, according to this guy, again, I'm just reading it back. Well, how, how many years ago was that? Was that 86? I think so. Taking a shot there, Master of Puppets. 
We're, we're pushing 40 on that one? Good Christ. That was 37 years ago. Oh, my God. That doesn't seem right. According to the Wikipedia, March 3rd, 1986 is when it was released. Oh, Incorrect. Just Not playing it. Maybe the song was released. That could be. Master of Puppets. And the album came out a couple weeks ago. That's possible. We're still not doing it. I'll let you pick, Brett. What do you want? I mean, this guy's been asking for this Clutch song for like a All right. month. Animal Farm it is. Yeah. We'll go with some Clutch. Clutch is always solid. The movie Nine and a Half Weeks too, so. came out in 1986. This was in, today. The release, yeah. 1986 today. Mickey Rourke. Right after Valentine's Day. Oh, man. That, we watched that with uh, guests once. My, uh, We had friends uh, come over for Thanksgiving, and nobody knew. For some reason, none of our family was aware of what this was, and everybody watched this, this sex porn <laughs> for Thanksgiving. I was laying on the floor. It was like staring. I thought Kim Basinger was about as great. She's possible Mount Rushmore, and she's crawling around in that dude's... And then I remember the mother of the other family... They were the Eddie family. It was Tina and her mom and her sister came by. And uh, she goes, my God, it's been years since I've had a thigh gap like that. I didn't know what a thigh gap was, but she was impressed with the space between Kim Basinger's thighs when she stood up, stood up straight. <laughs> and I think that that lady was getting pretty moist on our couch. <laughs> she wasn't like, turn it off. She was into it. Turn it up. And our whole family, I don't know how weird that had to get. Our whole family sat and watched all of Nine and a Half Weeks. That would be a little intense. With another family. family movie? Yeah. On Thanksgiving. We all had bellies full of the turkey and happiness. They didn't have football at night on Thanksgiving back then. And we watched Nine and a Half Weeks. And it was great. One of your favorite Thanksgivings. <laughs> it, was, it's, it stands out. I'll tell yeah, you that. Memorable. It certainly was. It deviated from the norm when we all watched porn after no turkey. No arguments. With the neighbor family. And my sister and her friend, that was her friend's family. So Tina was my sister's friend, and they hung out. And then she had a little a little sister who's a couple years younger than me. And there I am, like 15 at the time, completely bonered up. I can't move. I'm laying on the floor on my stomach because I'm like, Jesus, there's, we got company. I can't have this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, I have, if I have to stand up at all, this is I'm going to run out of this room. But then that lady started to talk about space between thighs, and I'm like, all right. Silkzilla over there is definitely wrecking our couch, so my boner's no big deal, man. Silkzilla's pretty solid. I like Silkzilla. It is raining a little bit, right? So we got the wet floor. And I was watching, uh, uh, everybody goes crazy about those people that live over in Tonto Basin because they have to cross that active river to go home. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah, it's up yeah, off yeah, the 87, yeah. and they live in a little area that there's no road to it. And they always cry when it rains, and the snow melt has got it flooded. And they're like, well, now it's going to rain, too. What are we supposed to do? Move. Build a bridge or move. And I know the kids died there last year, and yeah. people are getting swept down that thing all the time. And they're like, ah, stupid creek. There's no answers here. And then they got a guy on, and he said, well, the bridge that we're building will be done next fall. Not How, soon enough. What are you building that thing out of? You can build a bridge in a week. I thought the Army Corps engineer yeah, had can't those you portable those, bridges. Can't you, yeah. can't you get these people a, an effing bridge for a few days while this golden gate yeah. that they're building over this creek gets done in the next year and a half? But they're sitting there like, what happens if one of us has a heart attack? How will emergency services get in? I'm Probably like, should have thought of that You who moved there knowing there's an active river separating you from society. 
Yeah, it's about time we do a bridge. When we bought it, it wasn't running. Nobody told you that the slightest bit of rain, this thing floods, like, you know, biblically? No, man. No, we didn't. So, yeah, build them. The Army Corps of Engineers can do that, right? They did that when the I-10 started to collapse. The next day, there were bridges. Build these people a bridge for crying out loud. And the bridge are like, this bridge costs $26 million. You've overshot that. We can build a, we can build a tent bridge a foot and a half off the ground. We'll be fine. No, it's got to be structurally perfect. $26 million. I'd give those people $26 million and say, go buy a house where people live. We don't want to leave. We're on an island away from... All right, well, then quit pitching that fire trucks can't get to you because you live in water. Take that bladder out of uh, Tempe Town Lake. <laughs> Clog it up for a couple of days. (laughs) Clog it up for a couple of days. Move them out. (laughs) Scoot them over on the other side of the creek. The the crucial error is they're on the bad side of the creek. The creek they can still live by. You just go, wow, we're too close to the freeway. That's what you're bitching about. You need roads. People died there last year. You know, I'm not Nostradamus, but I could have predicted that. They were children, right? You drove them across an active river. You're risking it every time. Why do we have to do this? Look, if I lived in the Hawaii on the volcano. On a vent? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to do something about this. No, it's me. I have to do something about this. Goddamn lava. You know, I'm calling the authorities. You know, build me an umbrella around my house. Like, no, move. We don't want to move. Then you got to live with this problem. It's really kind of a black and white issue. But I feel bad for them because they won't build them a bridge. And the one they're trying to build is evidently the most beautiful thing of all time. It's taken 22 months to get a bridge over a creek. $26 million to get that thing built. That, that thing better have breasts on it for $26 million. I'm going to walk by and give it a squeeze. This is the best bridge ever. All Great right, job. I what my tax money got me. Yeah. feel bad for the people in Tonto Basin, but move you did it yourselves there's 1700 people there when you exactly when you isolate from society that's the problem you live in arizona i've seen some projects of homes getting done with uh bricks digging uh sprinklers out they're done in like three hours yeah we can we can build stuff quick they build houses in queen creek in like three days (laughs) so i mean you're good what a, what a, oh, that's what the, uh, the Spangler family has chimed in, Spanky and the boys. And Brian has said, uh, put a giant dirt ramp there and give them all dirt bikes. Say, clear the clear the gap. Fifth gear is where Evil Knievel style comes in. Pussies. All right. Well, we don't want to start calling them names if they can't make the jumps because your family can. Yeah, ramp them, do something. But they showed yesterday, they showed a, a bunch of cars and the water's flowing. They're doing it again. Like, didn't you get, you guys are, people die in this. All, well, you're doing it. It's horrifying. It's nothing to joke about. I'm not joking. I'm giving you advice. Move. My house is in the middle of a floodplain. What happened? It got flooded. Wow. Shocking. I don't know what to tell you there, Cletus. I think you should hop on your pogo stick and get over that creek. (laughs) That creek is our lifeblood. Then quit complaining. Build a bridge for these people. Army Corps of Engineers can do that. I think you can Lego a bridge in 22 months. Right. I think if Temporary. I think the four of us idiots, if you gave us enough Legos, could build them a bridge before the bridge yes. they're talking about gets done, and it would be functional. Yep. Have they started the bridge? I don't know. 
But the one it's guy too was, wet. Well, they must have. If it's, <laughs> right, it's too scary. Yeah. They can't get equipment down there. It's the river's going nuts. Have you seen it? We're not going in there. <laughs> they put them in oceans. Take 50 beaver, head up yeah. north, get that thing. This is, damn it up for five minutes, Lego a bridge across, and get these people in and out. Yeah, you can damn it and probably drop it somewhere else. I don't know what they're doing. I, I live in a place that starts on fire every few minutes. Oh, geez, what happened? My house burned down. Wow, were you surprised? Completely. I can't believe this happened. Hmm. Hmm. I think you all need psychiatrists and uh, helicopters. This guy, going back to the weirdo thing, he goes, oh, great. Every time someone says hi to me now, I think I'm going to be the office weirdo. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah. Sometimes you, Maybe need, you to, are. need to recognize. <laughs> if you th- hey, here's the thing. If you think you're the office weirdo, you're the office weirdo. <laughs> yeah, if it's true. even in your mind, am I the office weirdo? Does everyone think I'm going to kill them? If you think that, you're the office weirdo. If you've said it, like, I'm pretty sure everybody thinks I'm the guy who's going to shoot the place up. And some of you like it. That makes you the active office weirdo. You can be a dormant office weirdo, and you can be an active office weirdo. If you smile and think, I think I'm the office weirdo, you're an active office weirdo. If you're questioning it and it makes you feel sad, you're a dormant office weirdo. But either way, you're the office weirdo. And if a lot of people come up to you and say hi or invite you to lunches, it never happened. You're the office weirdo. Start, you know... Find the cool. Make it like those. Like make it like the movie Hitch or something. Find the cool guy in the office and go. Hey, you need to dress me or something. Like, that. like in our building, just go down to Joseph and say, "Will you take me shopping? I don't want to be the hey, weirdo." Hey, Stitch anymore. Fix, yeah. come yeah. on over here. Yeah. Come over to my thing. Why do you look good and I'm in a vest all the time? How come I always look like a longshoreman and you look like a GQ model? What's the difference here? Take me shopping. I asked the gays, my gay neighbors, to take me shopping once because I had to go to one of their events. I'm like. I know for a fact you guys are going to make fun of me. And they started to show me clothes that I'm like, never mind. (laughs) Where is this made? I'll I'll be the outlier. I'm not wearing that. I look like a 70s couch. Everything was (laughs) crazy patterns. I'm like, guys, it's my first day. Ease me into this. I'm not. This is Paisley. You'll be in a silk white suit. Nope. Next page. I think you'd look great in that. Of course. We're not trying to make me effable. Just somebody that doesn't stand out because he's so out of date. I don't know how to wear suits. It has to be tighter. What size is your waist? 34, 33, 29. Wow, really? I'm going to squeeze me into that? You have to. You're going to be squeezing into a lot of stuff. We'll lube you all up. Yeah, exactly. No just we'll greasy. You You're just covered in Vaselines and jellies as they slide pants up your... This doesn't go over my thighs! Ow! <laughs> You gotta zip your hog stop, in there. Stop, stop. Zip your hog in. Stop saying that. Uh, all right, let's do it. You got it ready? Clutch. Yeah. Clutch is ready to go. It's your wake up song today. It's 98 KUPD. Go get him, Clutch. Thank you, Nirvana. Uh, it's 741 here in the morning sickness. A rainy, windy day. They said they're gonna break records for wind. We're gonna have seven, I think they said 700 miles an hour, Brady. That's what they set up in Flagstaff. I'm not a weatherman, but. They can be wrong, so can I. That's your boy Ian Schwartz. Ian, Ian said it. 700 miles an hour. It's sort of, that's incredible. We're going to get like 30 and 50 mile an hour ones, I guess. Who knows? But I think that's my least favorite weather. Wind. Yeah. yeah. It just sucks. You can't <laughs> On do the anything. Scale. Yeah, I like rain. I don't mind rain. Snow's fun. Wind cancels a lot of stuff. Wind. And we don't live with tornadoes and all that stuff, but wind sucks. 
It wrecks everything. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's too windy to do this, that. You can't golf. You can't go play. Pickleball is a nightmare and even a breeze. Tennis. Basketball outside. you got to have everything's got to. It's just a, yeah. It makes you stand there and go, it's windy. I want something better than wind. I don't want. But 700 miles an hour, you're all going to. And I love that they have to warn that. Last night on the news and this morning on the news, I heard them say, get your trampolines in. Because they'll where? fly around the neighborhood. Down. Have you seen those things? I right. see, like, where do you put those other than outside? There's going to be some UFOs. Oh, there's going to be some floating children and some trampolines because they're huge. I don't even know where you would start putting those in. I guess you tie it down or something. Yeah. But... Tie it down. Yeah, cinder blocks. What? I don't know. You yeah, put... cinder... I don't have any anchors on my cinder blocks. And they said something about that last night. Don't have bounce house parties. I'm like, of course not. <laughs> You're telling me it's going to blow 50 miles an hour and I just am too... Bounce house guys have, like, Jimmy from Philly, our guy, the party dildo. dildo. You have to be more responsible and cancel your own parties when it's windy. I know you want that 300 bucks. He sold his business. I know, he got out. The party dildo. Party dildo has been passed on. Gently used party dildo. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you can't be the party dildo guy and go, I need this $350. And still Great. set up. No refunds. Set up with the 30-mile-an-hour winds because you're sending kids on a trip. Yeah, I'm always fascinated by that. Who lets their kids do that? And it's a windy day. Get out. You helicopter over them. They're not even allowed to walk home from school without mom there. The lines around elementary school for a, a half-a-mile walk are, everybody's going to rape my kid. But you'll put them in a bounce house with the 20-mile-an-hour wind, you moron. <laughs> Where are they? They're leaving. That one a few years ago that was just skirting along the, the 60. Yeah. It was right out there in you're Mason. Bouncing. Boing, boing. You're driving down the 60 going, oh, boy. If that there's nobody little, in it. That kid's getting in here. <laughs> anyway, good luck. It's 700-mile-an-hour wind day tomorrow. Uh, today is Tuesday, yeah? Uh, Hooters uh, sponsoring this Brady Report. If you're thirsty, you can head to Hooters for February's Beer of the Month specials for just another week. Uh, they'll do it again in March, though, so don't worry about it. Only at Hooters. Uh, thank you, Hooters. Brady, report Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Happy Fat Tuesday. Oh, that's Mardi right. Gras. It is. It's Mardi Gras today? Yeah. Ash Wednesday tomorrow. Tomorrow, people yep. dirty up their heads. Today. No idea. Today is uh, Mardi Gras. Yep. Does it your ashes yeah. tomorrow. And then tomorrow, on your face. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. We won't be colonizing Venus anytime soon. The surface of Venus Damn is... Yes, isn't it? 800 degrees. Oh, no, it's the other way. I'm thinking of Jupiter. Oh, Canada only became the official Canadian national anthem in 1980. Prior to that, it was a song called Great Job, Buddy! God Save the Queen. Oh, it was, oh they were very mm. British. Yep. Great job, buddy! My friend, <laughs> my friend. Hey. Chris Farley had a cousin named Jim Farley, and he's now the CEO of Ford Motor Company and a board member of Harley-Davidson. Harley Farley? Okay, knock it off. I knew somebody nah, was going well, to I was surprised as to who did it. Yeah. He jumped right in. Leapt in on the dad jokes. Proud of you. Yeah, you two, you two can <laughs> hold right, hands and take a laugh. I've learned a lot. Now. Yeah, I'm now you're embarrassed. <laughs> This is the best moment in the Joel McHale show. I don't, that's a pretty funny show, the animal control. He's driving along, and the guy says, hey, we got a thing about these rabbits won't stop humping these kids. And he says, uh, would you describe them as wascally? And Joel McHale stops the car and goes, get out. And, what? and he goes, get out of the car. You're, no, 
I'm not dealing with that. We were talking about, uh, well, you sent that video yesterday of uh, the Rick Astley. Yeah, incredible. AI has now, because it was given the assignment back in January, AI was told, make old uh, videos and stuff look new. And they gave it Rick Astley as a joke to Rick roll the video. It it turned it into that that 4K, what's that other version, like when it's uh, Ultra Ultra HD? It's called... uh, uh, the video itself has turned it into 4K. But it's 4K, but it's got that 60-something-something on it, so it makes it 60 have 60 frames per second. Yeah, yeah, so it's got the depth to it, and it's it's incredible. Like, you watch that, and you're like, oh, Rick Astley went, and somehow or another we refilmed this. AI got the assignment a month and a half ago. says, can you do this? And no humans got involved, and AI said, figured it out. Here's the video you asked for, and it's spectacular. No human being programmed it. It went through all the other things that have tried to refresh videos and figured it out. Well, the Washington Post just did a big write-up on how companies are now using AI to choose who gets laid off. Well, yeah. Google laid off 12,000 employees last month. People thought some of the layoffs seemed a little random, so they vented online and speculated that AI had a hand in it. Google claims that's not the case. There was no algorithm algorithm involved in the layoffs. It just so happened that everyone laid off was black or Mexican. We don't know. AI's gone crazy. Someone pulled 300. Hey, man, how come everybody named Jackson ain't working here no more? What's going on? AI, wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, so Sorry, long, Shaggy. <laughs> AI, so white. <laughs> yeah, right. What if AI's racist? And it just fires everyone with a Z on the end of their name. Someone pulled 300 HR managers last month. And 98% of them said they expected to use software to help make decisions about layoffs this year. Because they can't do it on their yeah, own. Because they're, they're just capable. cowards. Yeah, well, on the surface, that's what people are saying. It seems pretty cold and in, inhumane. It is a little bit. can people. But some think I don't know if it's it might level the uh, playing field and make sure valuable employees don't get let go. I'll say this. Uh, to us... The last generation of people who look at each other and say things. It's in it's inhuman. But it is not to the generation that communicates through screens. They're fine with it. We're the ones that are like, you have to look me in the eye and tell me goodbye. Okay. Companies are also using the, this type of uh, tech in other ways, including choosing who the best person is to hire for a position. An AI can compare skill sets and weed, weed people out. It can also predict a person's flight risk, meaning they'll take a job and jump a sh- jump ship a year from now. Yeah, but it's not good at everything. <laughs> like it might not recognize the company has issues with discrimination. Right. So it could automatically assume women and people of color are more likely to jump ship. Are they? In other words, things could get dicey in the HR area. Oh sure, and if you uh, it make it make HR AI also. Yeah. So it's just all legalese. But yeah, if you, uh, well, that's the thing about like everybody, like we say this, like I want a boss that has to stand up and be a man and fire. But people, employees have been treating jobs like lily pads. So employees have to look at you like, all right, you treat this like a business. That's fair. I'll treat you like nothing more than business. And that's fair. Because in the old days, when you left a job, it was, you had a job for your whole life. 
unless you got fired. For the most part, what you did, you're going to try to do for 40 years. Now it's like, how many places can I jump to get more or where the grass is greener? You leverage your position against another. People didn't used to do that as much. Now that's all you do. Unless you're Brett, the most loyal current worker in the history of, of all radio. 13 <laughs> years and overnight. My God. But you could have done that. You could have played the game and gone, look, they're offering me more over here. I'm gonna, you just didn't want to leave. Yeah. Well, Smart. That's, that's what Fitz did. I mean, he bounced all over until he found his home here. I don't want to be a gypsy. That's no. My dad said, no, don't be a gypsy. I, I learned moving around when I was a kid. We're coming up on the anniversary of me needing thank you for not allowing me to be a radio gypsy right. anymore. You were in some pretty awful places. Ar- where'd you pull it? We pulled you out of Arkansas or Toledo. Well, I came back from Arkansas and Mark hired me. And then you That's pulled right. me out of Toledo in the That's middle right. of a snowstorm, you and Jay. That's right. Like you can't be part of this anymore. <laughs> Somehow or another, you worked out. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, that's my, that's my tribute to you. Every animal that weighs more than 6.6 pounds empties their bladder in 21 seconds. We've heard this uh, rule before. Oh, right, right. I'm going to have to time. I think I'm slowing up on that. Wait, every animal that weighs 6 pounds? More than 6.6 pounds empties their bladder in 21 seconds. Animals with bigger bladders have stronger streams. Small bladders have weaker streams. But 21 seconds... I remember we did this and we timed it. It was pretty accurate. Yeah. But you can have... uh, This is a... Whether it's a health sign, basically. If uh, you can actually do it for 21 seconds, that's what you want to do to get the full use out of your bladder. Yeah. Okay. Um... If it takes you less than that, you went to the bathroom too soon. Uh, if it takes you more time to do that, then it's too late. But either way, they're saying... <laughs> it's too late for what? So there's if no it good. takes you more time... <laughs> yeah. Don't say it's too late and move on, yeah. doctor. That's bad bedside manner. It's too late for you. You're going you're gonna to die from whatever. You want to wait because you're doing a disservice to your bladder, training it wrong, which can lead to overactive bladder issues. As you get older, if you uh, overactive bladder, isn't that like restless leg? So, I mean, when your bladder just overactive. To do it just if you thing, feel like you have to pee nagging. all the time, but you're you're not around that twenty one second mark, it could be a sign. Things like bladder stones, right? Prostate issues, and it's worth taking a look at uh, or calling a doctor. We're living with it. The uh, <laughs> I pee for probably twenty one seconds, and then I stay there for a while. And let the, the residual the residual dribble out. Yes, it's not in your pants. Again, just to all the people about to turn 45, no one tells you this. Consider this my PSA. Something happens to your body where you just, you think you're done peeing and then... Nope. You have, you have about a quart left, it seems. <laughs> you put your wiener back in there and a bunch falls out. I'm like, I didn't even feel that. Walk in a room. You've got spots. God damn it. I sat in there for a half hour shaking this thing. I turn it back up, put it in the waistband, and squeeze. it squeezes like a grapefruit. And that's only since I've been about 45. Prior to that, I used to do a pee, put it back, no problem. I remember my grandma, we were at a baseball game at Hohokam, and a guy came out in khaki pants, and she goes, oh, what a shame. I said, what? And she goes, he didn't finish. And he had the Aleutian Islands on his leg, and he's, this old man just standing there looking confused, covered in his own piss. It's not going to get better. Nope. And it just—I think it just means that the mouth of my penis is quitting. It's just coughing. He's just—he's just, he's breathing out his mouth now. He's not—he's no longer got the decency to keep it closed. Your penis is a mouth breather. Oh. 
Oh, that was a big one. This uh, report talks about um, what age should you be when you upgrade from fast furniture. What's fast? Uh, so fast furniture is basically buying stuff at I- Ikea. Big lots. Oh, <laughs> yeah. gotcha. The report. Stuff you don't have to put together. Furniture in a box. <laughs> right. Yeah. The report says uh, mass-produced furniture is okay until you're about 28. That's what I was going to guess. After that, you need to stop buying furnishings on Amazon or Ikea. Instead, get the good stuff. It's dorm furniture. When we put Chris up in a dorm room right. in NAU, we hit Target and had like six boxes of stuff that became, became furniture. Yeah, cheap. Because at the end, you can just throw it away. Yep. It doesn't matter. It's yep. just particle board. It's junk. Especially for younger adults who are still working on their career, who haven't settled down. If you're still in a transitional stage, it seems smart to have transitional furnishings. That said, the Fast and Furious poster can go. Get rid of it. <laughs> right. And any framed artwork of your favorite team stadium can't be in the main room anymore. Man cave. You gotta, well, even still. Man cave I'm upset with. I don't like the words man cave. You don't have one yeah, of uh, you're over it. Of Heinz Field or anything? No, man cave sounds like you're allowed one room. You should be. It, does. Yeah, it, it does. just sounds like you're not allowed to. Ha- like you have to hide your stuff. Like this is my art. You're not going to decorate anywhere else right. in the house. You're not allowed to touch anything else. Here's your man cave. That's based upon the final results in some man caves, I guess. Right. I like the idea of just another room, like being a game room, and call it a game room or a sports room or whatever. But man cave makes it seem like that's where he's allowed to put his junk. Like Brady Shishet. He wasn't even allowed to have a full man cave without, you know, blanket makers. He's got his beer cans up yarn. there, right? He put a few of his beer. The ones he's allowed to have in the house. But you just, that's the thing about man caves. You're gonna, if you say that, then somebody's going to come with their arms crossed and start judging it. It's just a game room or a, I don't know what you call yours, a viewing center. I don't know. what, here's, what would it Man be? cave. <laughs> See, I don't like the words man cave. I think that's, that's us admitting we have our, it's like having a it's, teenager's uh, It's my room. he shed. Yeah, okay, he shed. I think it should be called I Hate Women Room. Like, you, everything you do is the opposite of what I really want to do. But I allow you to put doilies on things so I can get BJ's. This uh, 36-year-old man in Miami was arrested for multiple felonies last week. He reportedly stole from a farm back in December and returned to the scene of the crime last Wednesday afternoon to do some more thieving. Someone called the police... When they showed up just in time to see the man, he escaped in a getaway vehicle, which was a stolen 53-foot refrigerated semi carrying 10 pallets of poultry valued at $140,000. He did not steal the truck from the farm. He'd stolen it earlier and drove it to the farm. So he used it for his getaway vehicle originally. He led the police officers on a chase at one point driving the wrong way down a road straight towards a cop car playing chicken he eventually crashed the semi into a fence into a second farm and was apprehended he's now being held on $54,000 bond 0 for 2 on his crimes bad bad at it Uh, another thing's going on in Florida this uh, Democrat named Lauren Book is the Florida State's uh is in the Florida State Senate, and she's sponsoring a bill. And everything in it is supposed to keep 
pets safe and prevent animal cruelty. Good. One of the things is it is the window has to be up. Dogs can no longer stick their heads out the car window. When they're driving? Yeah. I like or, that. Or uh, they cannot be in your lap either. I like that yeah, too. Yeah, I like that too. Both those rules are fine by me. Um, some other stuff there um, would also make declawing cats illegal in Florida. That's okay. Um, ban the sale of rabbits in the lead up to Easter. That's a good idea. That's when That's people buy idea. all just the rabbits them, and they abandon them. Just makes them buy them in December and wait. Yeah, but it's just... I don't. But yeah. then it's not cute. By well, then. it's already right. yeah, summer rabbits. Yeah, it's not cute. funny. <laughs> summer and Christmas rabbits are weird. Evidently, the people in Florida are most upset about the dog hanging out the window. Right. Um, kind of communist country are we building around here? Can't have my dog hang its head out. Toledo sent a video yesterday <laughs> from the 1970s when they had just passed a law that said, "Hey, no more drinking while you drive." These these people from the well, now they're I guess pissed. we're just going to start living in communist Russia now. They're, they're telling you when you can drink. And the one lady said the, the great line is like, now we're forced to wear seat belts. We can't drink while we drive. I mean, we live in Russia. The like, guy's like, after a hard day's yeah. work, why can't a man crack a beer on the way home? <laughs> Chugging one beer. Or two, he said, yeah, one or two, he said, one or two beers Why can't I operate two tons of moving metal? <laughs> a little bit inebriated just because I had a rough 14-hour day. I'm sleepy. I'm not necessarily all together there. I need a beer to straighten my brain. <laughs> and they, they were furious. And it's funny to watch now because it's just something you don't... Like, it seems so logical to go, yeah, you shouldn't drink and drive. It's a bad idea. But they were... they were. It was communist Russia coming to get them, these hillbillies. But I think dogs hanging out of cars, I, I, it's no big deal so long as nothing goes wrong. But if something does go wrong... Oh, it goes wrong so really bad. quick. Yeah, like if anybody gets too close or you get sideswiped. Or, I guess that's true of anything of an accident. I see, you know, horse trailers. Oh. Oh. But um, horses, at least horse trailers, don't, they don't stick their heads out. If a horse had its head out the side of the thing, you'd be like, well, that's just dangerous. But we're okay with dogs. Doing. They recommend buying dog goggles to protect their eyes from the debris. That's, and that's the other thing. You know, something flies up and hits them in the face. I don't like it. Watching that, I get nervous. I, they, you know, what, sidecar dog. We're also the last generation of people that used to pile into the back of pickup trucks oh, and fly around. Oh yeah, back of the uh, at least in the, the states, Royal Brome station wagon. Because yeah. you watch the Middle East and they've got that mastered. They can have twenty, twenty-five people on top of a truck and not fall off. We Middle can't. East. We can't ride in the back of an F one hundred and fifty. Directly south of us knows how to do that too. <laughs> That's exactly, yeah, Mexico is great. They can jump with people yes. on the car. They can because they do the border. They build ramps and go over the. Well, Maryville can too. I mean, come on, it's, well, not, Maryville, just, it's well, not just south of the border. That's hydraulics, I mean, though. That's different. Well, don't forget the Subaru Brats had those like ejection <laughs> yes. seats in the in the uh, in the beds. <laughs> the things facing the wrong yeah. way. Those two little plastic racing yep. seats. You could pop those out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. On the fly. No. no, no, no. Oh, that'd be on a bolt. You didn't really have to like but bolt no, no, out no, of they, the But axle. they looked like those ejection seats. Yeah. Like, and, Hilarious. The uh, top-rated tourist attraction in this uh, Polish city, Jetson, is uh, Gatesik. It's a fat cat. He's got a 2,600 Google reviews, five stars. Um, he hangs out in the city. People love him. It's pretty it, big. He's got a little... Why does a cat have Google reviews? Because he's, he's their tourist started. attraction. Yeah. It's what this boring city has to offer. And uh, people go over there, and now they're saying... 
um, you know, take pictures with him. That's fine. Lighten up on the snacks that you're giving him. Make him fat. He's bubbling up. Uh, he did get one one star review. Guy was upset. He stole a sausage from him. <laughs> oh, he tumbled out. Are you surprised? Look at that thing. <laughs> <It's huge. Wow. laughs> okay. Well, it's not going to live long, so that city better start planning for their next tourist attraction. In Ireland, in the town of Cork, we've got controversy um, going around whether or not the guy got there in time. But at night, this guy lives on a farm, and he's got a rooster. Um, and he took this rooster from another farm because it attacked a kid. Well, the guy okay. hears a little stirring going on, goes downstairs. Then the other person in the house hears a thud on the ground, runs down there, and the dude's in a pool of blood. The rooster got out of the coop Killed and, man. and basically gouged him in the back of the calf, hit the artery. He bled him out? Whoa. Bled him out. Tried to revive it. I mean, it took all of Hold 20 on. minutes. Immediately, the man was not able to... Like, he was out. The, the the other guy on the farm went down there to try to revive him, but he was bleeding so much. But, okay. What do you wonder? Just that, okay, I get hit in the artery, and I'm bleeding pretty good. But I've got 20 minutes till I'm out cold. I'm done. I'm going to kill that rooster. Payback's well, a mother... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got 20 <laughs> minutes left to live. I'm using them all to kill a rooster. He's also in his 60s. Uh, okay, so maybe still, I, I can walk back to... It's not like they lived in uh, 100 years ago. They, they walk back to the house and call someone. Could have been knocked out, too. When, on, From a when calf he, hit? When he, when he fell down. Oh. That is a vicious calf blow to knock you out. Yeah. Uh, something else in that story is not making any sense. That guy was doing something, something terrible to that rooster. And he was on his knees or he something. The rooster fought back, scratched open his, his artery. And the guy, like, whoa, and tried to put his pants on real fast and hit his head on the side. He was, there's no question in my mind that Irishman was f***ing that rooster. Someone got a farm. <laughs> right. Hey, do you need a rooster? I guess you trying to attack children. Here's how it feels to attack. Ah, he's, he's pecked me in the calf. My pants are down. Oh, a woozy. I've fallen. I smashed my head up against the bottom. I'm going this rooster. Yeah, there's something more than that. I got 20 minutes. I've been pecked in the artery. I don't lay down. I'm going to beat that uh, cock. I, uh, <laughs> I think he's clawed. Yeah, heavy. I'm doing what Brett just said. And, uh, and I'm still going to have a couple minutes to go, Somebody call the police. I'm dying from a rooster blow. I got a cock blown. I'm about to pass out. You get back to the house, and you make a phone call, unless you were up to something horrible. You didn't want to get caught. He was pulling his pants up and fell down. Our super sleuths on text are saying, tell Brady the old man had a heart attack. Another one. Brady, the man had a heart attack. that's different. I missed that part. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I had to sleuth it for you, kid. Because none of what your story added up at all. And you were okay with it. You didn't have a single question about how you get pecked in the calf. Don't ask 20 minutes later, he was dead. Well, that gave him plenty of time to fix the situation. That's why he couldn't call Probably. his roommate over. Maybe he got knocked out on the way down. Well, that was part From of the knockout. Calf blow? No, the heart attack knocked him out. Well, the heart attack is what killed him. Probably. Well, they're, saying, they're saying he bled out. He also bled out because his heart was exploding and he couldn't 
They performed CPR for 25 minutes. There was a lot going on. Well, then he wasn't bled out. If the doctor showed up and started CPR. They're going to do that anyway. What the heck? Give it a whirl. Juiceless body. I don't believe you. You're digging in again. Congratulations to the uh, Florida Gators. How'd your uncle die? He was pecked in the calf and it knocked him cold and he died. Huh? They bled out. What was he doing to that thing? Oh, I forgot to mention he also had a massive coronary. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, killed by a cock. With the, yeah, but the rooster pecked his leg. We don't know that he had the coronary first, and then the rooster came over and opened his vein either. Nope, we know. Brady's story is absolutely f***ing <laughs> hooey. Oh, come on. I know. <laughs> I'm turning it. <laughs> you guys don't mind if I turn it, do you? <laughs> The headline reads, Irish rooster with a violent pass kills man with right. attack to the back of his leg. Because, Brady. Court says. It is a uh, radio um, company that gives out all the, the information. They're, they're, they're basically trying to make you do a big grab, Irish grab cock kills man. Yeah. Because that's never been a headline before. Massive Irish cock kills man. <laughs> it's never, it's never been. I mean, all those words. This is have, the first. Those words have never been together. Massive Irish. No, uh-uh, not a thing. So that's what they're, the, the service that's providing you these stories is trying to write the subtle joke first. I thought it was about medical stuff. <laughs> Come on. So the University of Florida, the Gators are in the Guinness World Records for the most fist bumps in a three-minute period. Oh, the Gator mascot was out there. The crowds gathered. Students lined up, pouring rain. The and they uh, did 340 fist bumps in uh, three minutes. You can break the that. previous record that doesn't was sound that hard. Let's do that at Raisin Cane's today. Right. Brett's How many be minutes? 300. Three, three minutes. 303 minutes. 180 seconds? Double fizzing going down Whoa. the line? Careful, kid. What? Oh, right. <laughs> 51st Avenue McDowell from 11 to 1. We need 350 idiots. We can, and Brett just runs down the line and fist bumps all of you. Let's do it. Caniacs unite. You're supposed it. to be Caniacs. That's right. Three chicken involved, right? There's, sure. There's chicken involved. There's chicken involved. We'll just go with that. <laughs> I'll cut that one big word out. There's chicken involved. Four former presidents of the United States are going into space later this year. Or at least parts of them. Uh, hair samples from George Washington, oh. JFK, Dwight Eisenhower, and Ronald Reagan will be shot into space by Celestis. <laughs> Brady, I thought you were shooting me out into the space. I got excited because I have never, ever sucked on green in my life, and I was dying to do it. I've been watching a lot of Star Trek. I'm going to get up there with Barack, and we're going to have a great time. We're not bringing Bush. Thought they had uh, Reagan with like Teddy Baseball or something <laughs> right. like that. Yeah. We've got Reagan's head. We Barack's going along with me. Trump's coming just to just to make a mess of things. Celestis, is the company that specializes in blasting human remains into space, they'll share the ride with a hair sample from DeForest Kelly. Yeah, from Star Trek. Doctor McCoy. And Uhura's going up there yep. too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading when she died, that's what she wanted to do. They went chunks of her up there. And then we let them loose. We we shoot them out, right? I guess so. Um, let's get to some pretty videos. That doesn't really yeah. count for anything. What do you mean? I don't know. If George Washington's hairs. Yeah, in space. it doesn't count for anything. Who cares? 
What's the reason? First one's a lady jumping into the uh, wood chipper, wood chipper, a sponge pit. Oh, that's different. One of those, a ball pit at one yeah, of those. She's a big one. She's a thick lady. She's it's about- a quick video. You'll see what happens. <laughs> she's a big woman at a kid's playland, and she's decided to participate. Oh, look at those oh bees. She's, she's and now the crew rescues. <laughs> like pulling an umbrella out of a pool. She has no strength to get herself out of there. <laughs> There's 12 or 13 people trying to assist this hippo out of the sponges. Look at that beast. Oh. <laughs> you should get in there, too, Mrs. Anderson. Oh, look at the kids. This is I, how you do it. I couldn't possibly. It's silly. It's for children. Oh, you can do it. It's just sponges. First comment. These things need to be rated for tonnage. Lady, you ain't, you ain't qualified. This is how Jimmy Carter wants to die. <laughs> Wouldn't you want to die? This is what hospice should be. <laughs> yes. Jimmy takes one last leap into the sponge pit and just lays there. All right. No medicine for him. Firefighter uh, doing a hydrant. You know how they have to bleed them out every now and then? Mm-hmm. Firefighters? Yeah, they unscrew the hydrants for the neighborhood. Oh, hydrants. Oh, I thought yeah, firefighters fire had to be bled out now and again. <laughs> no, by a yeah. rooster. That's right. This, this Big Irish cock will take care of that every firehouse. <laughs> is this kind of the same kind of maintenance that you guys give me crap about with my AC? They no, you just need to fix the AC. This guy's got a laser beam or something. What's going on? Oh, Jesus, oh, he just whoa. opened a fire hydrant and just pushed him across Serious the Serious water pressure. Wow. He should have known that. He's a fireman. Whoa. Oh, it pushed him into that pole, too. That might have broke his back. He's gone. Well, he Watch took a this. nut shot first. But then he wraps around that yeah. street sign. Jesus Christ. He should know better. What That's the hell is he doing? That's you bleed better. it out, is Rookie. it? Rookie. I don't want to hear any more stories about how we're running out of water if we still do this. <laughs> yeah. Just fire it out into the road. This next one's for your uh, your hips, John. Okay. Skateboarder. Oh, he's Hold. On a, he's on a roof. Uh-oh. You can't see Leaders the account out. that this is coming from. Okay. Brady, <laughs> Don't look. What are you doing? What is it? I can't tell you. Oh, yeah. oh can you it's... see it on? You can't no, even see no, it on the don't... bottom. There, All right, I saw it. It's a horrible. Yeah. What is it? Jeez, Brady. Okay, this kid. Oh, oh it just fell off the roof. <laughs> and then they film it. Yeah, just you got to no, see no. it. <laughs> Click nope, it off. Nope, don't don't nope, let him see it. Don't let him see that. The account, the account is uh, evidently Jeff Flake's son. <laughs> I'm going to follow that one. Of course, Brady found it. Ah, I've been searching that word. <laughs> it's not as bad as you think. How did he find Jeez. that one? It's That's mostly... Random Instagram. Mostly just oh. white rappers <laughs> on skateboards. <laughs> the, the logarithm, the algorithm is yeah. bad on yeah. your end there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you look at him, he's all proud of it until he loses his job. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? Next one's the Jets and Sharks fighting. This is a two cheer teams. Oh. It's a high school rival. They're they're brought it on. Check it out. They're bringing it on. I've seen this movie. The orange ones are marching up to the black and white. They cross the line. They yeah, they did a little, uh, little kick into it, like a knee into them, kind of. Oh, but this has started a melee. I thought oh, it was yeah. just Here for show, but it isn't. Now it's, it's a Donnybrook. Now, now we got a Donnybrook. There we go. Oh, it's a full. The pit. A couple of the more cowardly cheerleaders running away, <laughs> but for the most part, it's full involvement. 13 on 13. No crowd helping. No teachers getting out there. It's there are a, a couple, but they know better. They're keeping their distance. Cat fight. There's a lot of fake nails and eyelashes flying all over there. Oh, pull a weave. And now the orange ones are fighting with each other. Yeah, exactly. 
The Hooters I love cheer it. team is furious. Substitution. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was this to have catty high school girls? Oh, they're going at it again. Dance. Oh, the melee's begun round two. <laughs> Man. Man, if Suge Knight still had a record label, <laughs> oh, he'd be signing them all. Look we got to get AI to 4K this. It's a little blurry. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. That's the kind of trick. Really like. Thank you, uh, Dope Dealers Podcast, uh, for that Your one. searches yesterday were <laughs> on another level. We haven't seen this Brother one? HQ come up lately, though. That's no, tame. he's graduated. <laughs> That's tame. You saw what he graduated oh, yeah. to. Now mine's N-word one. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Flake's kid sends me these all the time. Yeah, it's just kids What kills me is Instagram is like, yep, that's a legit account. Yeah, Let's that, do sure. it. <laughs> seems, seems fine. Mid-50s gentlemen will uh, <laughs> definitely take peruse this. <laughs> But I found a kid falling off a roof on a skateboard, and all I was searching for was falling off of houses. <laughs> all right, Brett, what do you got? Uh, we're a little mild today, okay. so uh, we'll start off with the uh, the push-up Whoa. challenge. What? Oh, girl's got no legs, and she's doing push-ups. She just look at her. She's just hey, we, knocking uh, it out too. I still remember when John and I had breakfast at Bob Evans. The, the girl we saw had less than her. Yep, she's cut off at the butt cheeks. The other one was cut off at the hips. Good job, baby. Good job, baby. Something is dating that. Oh yeah. Be a real. Good form. Good form? Come on. Toy, let's do more. One, two, woo, three, woo! Dang. Five, wow. six, seven, woo! Go on. Eight, you can do it. Nine and 30. Woo! Yeah, but she makes me half hard. Come on. Come on. <laughs> She's got no lower body. Take a lap. Hey, that was a good one. That's a funny joke. That wasn't a pun. That was creative. And oh. here's, you oh, got to find out where this one's going. Uh, climbing the electrical pole, and he's oh, all the yeah. way to the top, and he's about to bump into one of those transformer things that he's about to cook. Yeah. Oh, I hate what this. What a dumb, Please stop dumb. climbing. No. The next level's the bad one. How high does he go, Brett? There. Oh, oh, right there. Oh. It's right there. And then, oh. and then fire, and Man, then he lights on fire. And it pushes it him away. blow his oh, shorts off? Goodness. Is that what I saw? There? I don't know. It blew something. Pervert. Oh, no, it's around his shoulder. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. His T-shirt, his soccer jersey. Oh, yeah. His jersey did come off. Then. Wow. And then we'll end Ooh. with, uh, we've seen we've seen some like this, but this one's kind of brutal. These Those morons out there doing the drifting and stuff like that, hanging yeah. out the windows of the cars. Oh, here we go. Just the, the circles. Oh, 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 my oh. God. Oh, God. Oh, he's under the, the Camaro or whatever that is. Charger. It's a Charger. Oh, sweet Jesus. The guy just fell out of the car. He's okay. He ran him over again. Hey, he, he hits him sideways. Wow. Oh, this is the slow-mo version. He's under oh, the back oh, tire. Oh, it bounces oh, over him. Then he puts it in reverse for no reason. Or is it the other tire that goes over him, too? Oh, he's just getting squished and slid across the pavement. Oh, God. And yep, then he's and then going ba-boom. backwards. Now he's going backwards. Ugh. You know, he doesn't have any reverse lights. Yeah. That might have prevented this entire thing. Yeah. All right, stop oh, there drifting. That's when I got out of there, when I went to go to see the last day of Metro Center Mall. Uh-oh. And I did the cruise around it once. It was the only time I'd ever done it. That used to be kind of a thing. Then it broke out into a bunch of uh, idiots, hillbillies. Uh, it was hillbillies and Mexicans. They seemed to love it. But they were in the parking lot and drifting. Do they do that where they gather in a circle? Wasn't sports car. Oh, yeah. And everybody had their phones up. But it wasn't sports cars. It was anything you had. Like Nissan Altima, CRX. yeah, CRXs. They were all they were <laughs> whipping around like tops, and people are walking towards it. And I'm like, 
I don't trust that this dude's done this enough to have a crowd. They're all skilled yeah. drivers. Yeah, but that's like golfing with amateurs and putting a crowd around. You're gonna, somebody's going to get smoked in the face. So I'm like, it's time to go, just in case. Well, there it is go. Metro Center. It is Metro Center, so there will be a murder. Yes. This doesn't, the weapon is the only thing in question. Uh, it's 818. There you go. That is your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. That's concert psychic rock, isn't it? That's getting you ready for Youth Fest. Coming up May 6th, I think we're going to have a little Youth Fest for you, and that should be pretty fun. I think uh, it's going to be a good show. We've got a lot of good shows coming. So we were just talking about all that uh, debut album stuff because Van Halen won. We played a little off of that. The best debut album from a rock band ever, Van Halen has to be in the argument. And then we just started rattling them off. Yeah, and then since somebody says, oh, that's a good point, good point. Yeah, Metallica's Kill Em All is on there in 83. I'm looking them up online. Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction would have... That was, I mean, yeah, Welcome to the Jungle. That had uh, Sweet, Child of, Sweet Mine. Child of Mine. I mean, that's a pretty amazing first pump. You got Rage Against the Machines. Rage Against the Machines on that. Yeah, there's some... We, we ought to have a contest. We ought to have a, a battle. We have to battle the albums, the debut Face album. Lift from Alice in Chains. Oh, jeez. Kind of hard to argue that Dude. one, too, yeah. Ten from uh, Pearl Jam's yep. on there. Nirvana. Well, actually, their debut album stunk. That was Bleach. Yeah, yeah. But it was it. Did that count? Yeah, it did. That yeah, was, that's that was yeah. a full release, right? Nine Inch Nails, Pretty Hate Machine was great. There's some great ones. On there. Zeppelin's on there, and people people will forget that Zeppelin's first album was great because their other ones were so good after. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. Holy Diver by Dio is on the list I've got here, so I'm just going to click out of this list. <laughs> The doors, if the doors are on it or, or, you know. But anytime, like you were saying, you look at a, like Rolling Stone, they're always going to throw that kind of stuff in there. The Velvet Underground. Yeah, Velvet, yeah, yeah that was, was that the I don't even know that, you know, on the Doors debut album, how many hits are on that? That's Light My Fire. Uh, was that the debut? Blech. You. Yeah. No, thanks. Oh, baby, let me General second grade poetry put to Moog organ. No, thank you. <laughs> you know what reminds me most of the doors when I would walk by uh, in the mall when I was a kid and you'd walk by the organ store. It's, it, that sounded exactly the same to me as when the organist at the, at the whatever that place was, when he played, I'm like, it sounds like doors music to me. And it's all just, those old people sitting there just, yeah. ah. it's just missing an alcoholic weirdo going, Oh, the organist has a, an accompaniment today. It's the same thing. That stupid organ sound. God, I hated the doors. Still do. Never, you know. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. I never got that one. But people love that opener. Yeah, best, the best debut rock albums of all time. That's should it. work on that. Oof. And put a little, you know, with the bracketology coming our way, we should battle uh, through brackets on that. In a couple of uh, weeks when basketball gets all brackety and everybody gets all brackety. I got my few that I'd put right up on the list and then it'd be interesting. Wow. This list has the band Big Country as the number ninth best. Yeah. I don't know another hit other than that. That's the only song I ever knew. Yeah. Uh, Well, Patti Smythe is on all the lists. Yeah. And I don't know anything she's ever done. Sticks? Other than be ugly. (laughs) I always look at Patti Smythe like, I don't want to watch her. Even if she's good, I don't want to watch her because she just... Her hairy armpits and that mustache she carried around. I think she was good because weirdos told you she was good, and you just felt like you were wrong. 
with music aficionados, yeah. so you always pretended to like Patti Smith more than you did. She wasn't. She was, I, that's how I feel about like Lou Reed and Velvet yeah. Underground and all that kind of stuff. Lou Reed right. had Perfect Day and a couple of songs. Perfect Day is just a beautiful song, especially in Train Spotting when it hits the tone so well of a guy who's dying of a heroin overdose. But nothing about Lou Reed had me going, oh my God, this is musical brilliance. Yeah, the other, the uh, Neil Young. Dylan. Bob Dylan still baffles me. He's just prolific. If you look at him as a shooter in the NBA, he's got a few games with a lot of points, but the dude's shooting percentage is like 25. You wouldn't want him on your roster. He shoots at, he's a baseball player that swings at every pitch. Sure, he connects now and again. But he strikes out all the time. He's written over 7,000 songs. He's Adam Dunn. Yeah, he swings (laughs) at everything. Yeah, it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Damn it, Brett, you got me thinking about something I didn't want to think about. (laughs) Son of a so-and-so. ACDC's first album is pretty solid, too. High voltage. Oof. Foreigner? All right, we're going to start making those lists. Foreigner had a couple of good ones off that. I don't know if that would be the... I think that was oh, Cold as Ice, maybe. Yeah, but can that be up against... Like you said, Boston's first album. Oh, yeah. Toledo will do backflips out of the building because he hates Boston like I hate the doors. Black yeah. Crows. Oh, that's yeah, a gem. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, we're going to have to battle these albums. Yeah, yeah. And then once and for all have the greatest debut rock album of all time. Play stuff. People will say Slayer because that's metal. Like the, yeah. Their first album was pretty, you know, that kicks some doors down for that type of music. But you brought up a good one, too. Uh, Ozzy's Blizzard of Oz, yeah. too. I mean, does that first count? solo. First solo, oh, yeah. I'd say it counts. But. Is it a debut album if you've had other albums? I think so, because it's a solo thing. It's solo not like he didn't have he didn't have Tony Iommi with him and all the other guys, you know, and Geezer. And... So is Steve Perry's first solo album his debut? But that, yeah, but that's not going to be considered. I, I know. I, I mean, oh, Sherry. Right, but I'm just saying, like, is that his debut album? I guess. I suppose. I guess we'll have to figure I out. I mean, yeah. Well, that, that, it's, yeah. it's a gray area. I mean, you rip uh, Loggins and Messina. And then Kenny and Loggins Kenny has solo. his own. Yeah, Kenny, is that a debut album? I guess it's a solo debut. Mm. Well, that, yeah, but then, then what do you do with McCartney and Lennon? Joe Walsh. Yeah. Don Henley. Yeah, but they're not going to be on that. But it, even still, is it? Th- but that's my point. Is it their solo debut? Does that count as that? We'll have to dis- we'll have to get legal on this. Go to we'll, the judges. We'll, we'll call the yeah. judges. Have our lawyers team up and get that. There's some good ones on that list for sure. And come March, we'll have a bracketology right. for that. That one's going to. We, we got to determine what that is. The best. So we can just say, well, we had a contest and that was first, and that's it. That's it. That's all we'll do. Uh, we got to send people to the zoo with Brady. He's got a couple more passes. This Saturday. I think the zoo is... It's this weekend, right? Yep. Yeah. you got to go this weekend. And the BOGO fingers, weekend. Fingers, the Bogan BOGO weekend. The fingers crossed. Brady doesn't march you into the jaws of death thinking that it's all safe because it's the zoo. Professionals will surround him. Information that is untrue will be passed between Brady and the tour guide, Christy. And then hopefully someone with some knowledge of what's going on will correct uh, everything and give you at the end of the thing uh, actual knowledge about what you've been dealing with. Brady's going to be probably going to not talk to you that much. Brady's going to be so enamored with putting hay in things' mouths that. Can I pet the gaboon viper? <laughs> he gets very excited around animals. And he's going to drag you people through this. How many people are going on this tour? Uh, five people and a guest. So ten. You know, let me a little. A little bit more than Gilligan's okay. Island. It's a three-hour tour. I have a feeling you're going to be lost as long as they were. And then they'll do um, a 
couple of shows for KUPD. Everyone that comes out, like a steel encounter, um, they'll do one of the shows there for you to guys. Play with the seals. Just an exclusive show yeah. of seal dancing. Oh. Yeah. But if only you could see them. He's going to be there. You Absolutely. From their face. They're going to have a seal show at the end. I'll Amazing. Hold, I'll hold up the boombox. We're never going to survive unless. Brady wasn't kidding. There's a seal show at the end of it. All right, you can go to that, but we're going to get you all set up with that. We're going to tell you how you can win the tickets from Brady in just moments. It's 98 KUPD. What the hell is this? Music. Brady's theme song. If I could talk to the animal. Just imagine. It's Brady's theme song for his big zoo weekend. I'm excited about this. I've named it. It doesn't have a name yet. I've decided to name it. Ready? Yeah. It's Brady's fun trip to the zoo. Facts, snacks, and CPAPs. <laughs> yes. Because after every exhibit, you have, let's pull over and get a snack here and take a breath off the old oxygen tank. The zoo's bigger than it looks from the freeway. <laughs> Brady's going to walk you around the zoo. That's uh, enough walking, don't you think? The Wildlife World Wildlife Zoo. I do it both ways just because I always screw it up. So that I nailed it. One of the two ways I nailed it. Uh, but it, Bray's going to walk you around there. Now, as we determined when Christy, the leader of the zoo, came here and started to spew out fake bull facts about that sloth, and I caught her, and she just laughed like nobody ever questions it. We then knew that Brady and Christy will lie to you the entire tour. So we need to know whether or not they have any knowledge of animals at all or if there's some truth to it. Now, hopefully there will be a zoologist that tags along with you that goes, well, actually, what Christy just said about the circumference of the sun is incorrect, and I don't know why she even brought it up. <laughs> this animal here is a marmot. <laughs> it nothing to do with what she's talking about. It didn't invent chicken. And then he'll correct all the errors. Avocados. Yeah, he'll correct. Well, the avocado lie was one of the most unconvincing, unthought-out lies I've ever seen in my life. If it weren't for the giant sloth, there'd be no avocados because they used to eat avocados. They invented them. Well, how are they inventing them if they ate them? Well, they would eat the, the avocado yeah, they spread. Okay. And then there was an Populated. ice age. We're not making it better. And then avo- they, they, they died out, and avocados lived on, but somehow the sloth has something to do with it. Nope. And then I looked at her, and then what was her answer? You're going to back her up, but she flat out said, I was lying. <laughs> I made that up. <laughs> So there's no backing. And it was hilarious. I'll throw another thing in. Uh, back right. then, that yep. giant sloth, they were eating 50-pound avocados. No, yeah, they were giant avocados. Were. That's why the sloths got so big. The avocados were very <laughs> It's a healthy fat, but they're big. Uh, if you want to play Brady's uh, Fat Snacks and CPAPs, the game, and get the passes to go with Brady to the World Wildlife Wildlife World Zoo uh, this Saturday and tag along with him, he's going to get you a seal performing live afterwards. Seal's going to be there? Seal is going to nice. be there. Brett Seal is going to be there. And so we got that. I want to hear crazy. Just for KUPD listeners. <laughs> Seal show. Uh, you have that going on. But if you want to uh, go with Brady, we can do that. If you want, if you beat Brady at this game, because it's you versus the listener, and who's going to have to, I want someone with some education on this. Uh, if they beat you, they're going. Uh, and you can also choose to take tickets to something else. <laughs> if you choose. If you don't want to, if you can't you make it Brady. An no, animal it's, it's that's short not notice. at the zoo, maybe. A mastodon. Oh, yeah, Mastodon. Well, maybe it is. You could lie and say it's around the corner. Christy just smiles and looks at you like, I think I might believe her. Uh, let's do it. Uh, if you want to play 585-9800, we will play Brady's Facts, Snacks, and CPAPs. It's coming up in just moments. It's night. All right, we're ready to 
to go. Brady, I'm very excited about Facts, Snacks, and CPAPs. Uh, Toledo, you have his music ready to go. This is Brady's uh, ready to rock with you. Background music. Yeah. You versus Brady is how this will work. Uh, and you will get questions. If you beat Brady, two out of three, you get the you get your choice of the Mastodon, an animal in itself, or you can go to the zoo with Brady, which I highly recommend doing. It's going to be entertaining. Solid. Oh, bad Jeff Leffert. Oh, oh, bad nice. karaoke. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> animal. Uh, let's go to the phones and see what we've got here. Uh, Josh on line one. We'll start with you. Josh, are you there? I am. All right, Josh, are you ready for uh, for your, your game with animals with the animal expert in the room, Brady? If you want to call him that, sure. That's exactly. You feel like you might be a better animal expert than Brady? Uh, I feel like I will be. All right. Josh has confidence, Brady. Nice. That's a good mammal. All right. What is a group of cats called? Do you need multiple choice, both gentlemen? Brady. Brady. I'm going to go with uh, pride. He's going to say it's a pride. Josh, do you have an answer? Um, I'm going to go with a pack. <laughs> a pack? A pack of cats? I'll tell you this. Can I, can I go with pride as well? <laughs> no, you cannot. I'll give you if multiple choice. It. No, I'll give you multiple choice and let both of you choose one answer. A clowder, a clowning, a pride, a spontaneous. Josh, I'll let you pick first. I'll choose pride. He says pride. He's taking pride as an answer, Brady. I guess if you want, you can take the same thing, and then you can both you can remain tied at nothing. Yeah, we got to stir it up a little. bit. Yeah, you got to stir it up. I'll go with clowder. A clowder of cats. Cats. The answer is a clowder. Congratulations, Brady! A clowder of cats. Josh, we're just going to cut you off because you were mouthy and arrogant and you lost the very first question. So he's gone? He's out. I baited him with the prize. That's right. So you, yeah, you let him into it. They're then, not a team, correct? No, it's against each other. Right. I need someone with some knowledge on this zoo trip. Yeah, exactly. Good I, need a to, I know, I need Brady to prove himself, but I also want somebody to go, I don't think that's true, Brady. I don't think cats wear shoes. Uh, Kevin, are you there? Oh, wait, there he is. Kevin, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, ready, Kevin? Say hi to your nemesis, Brady. You guys are battling. Hi, Brady. Nice hey. to meet you. <laughs> oh, Very intimidating, Kevin. Hi, Richard. All right, here we go. Cats right. have favorite yes. shoes, John. Which man? I don't want to hear this. I'm yes. not listening to the answer to that joke. No, oh, goddamn go it! Ahead. What is it? Favorite sneaker? Come on, Puma. Let's go. Sneaker. Stop. Just give. Numbers. Just give this guy. No, I don't want one point already. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah, we get a point. Yeah, That's one. Brady's terrible dad joke puts you up one. All you have to do is get one right, Kevin. <laughs> Which mammal has the thickest fur of any mammal? Is it man, a grizzly bear, beaver, or a sea otter? Brady. Well, you can buzz in if you want. Go ahead. I'm ready. <laughs> I want you to yeah. give me an answer. Uh, which one? You say sea yeah. otter. Brady, what do you say? Sea otter. All right, sea otter is correct. You're both on that. Well done. You both knew the sea otter was the, the thickest fur of all mammals. The age of a lion can be, term- be determined by its teeth, hair, paw, or nose. Brady, I'll let you go first this time. I'm going with uh, teeth. He's going to say teeth. Kevin? I'm going to say, you said paw, nose, or teeth? Paw, nose, hair. What is it? Paw, nose, hair, or teeth? I'm going to say teeth as well. Teeth as well. Both of you are incorrect. It's by its nose. Nice. Yeah, which means in the animal kingdom, 
I would be 140 years old. All right, uh, here's a good one. What is the uh, only mammal capable of true flight? The pigeon, the osprey, a bat, or man? Bat. Bat. Both of you say bat. Both of you are correct. This is a good battle we've got here. A couple of experts. What is the smallest mammal in the world? Is it a human infant, a rat, a bumblebee bat, or a bumblebee? Bumblebee bat. He's a bumblebee bat. Kevin? Please repeat the question. So the smallest mammal in the world, a rat, a human infant, a bumblebee bat, or a bumblebee? Bumblebee bat. Both of you are correct again with bumblebee bat. My God. The two of you. questions, John. I guess so. What animal has the highest blood pressure of all animals? Brady? Brady. <laughs> a giraffe? A shark? Or a hummingbird? Hummingbird. Brady says hummingbird. Kevin? Giraffe, because they got that long neck. Giraffe is correct. Yeah. Kevin is, Kevin is going to the zoo. Right. Kevin's going to the zoo. Got some knowledge. Well done, Kevin. Hold on. You're going to the zoo. Jim is on line three. No wonder those giraffes come running over to me every time. I like that you think hummingbirds can have high blood pressure as fast as they're moving. They'd be blowing up in the sky. (laughs) Should have laid off the fatty foods. Jim, are you there? I am. All right, Jim, are you ready for uh, facts, snacks, and CPAPs on Saturday? Sure. All right, here we go. You're up against Brady here. I'll give you the question. I'm with my name. No, you just you get to pick one of the four. You can both pick the same one. We're just going until somebody gets two right. How far away can a wolf smell its prey? Two miles, five miles, twenty miles, eight hundred feet. Two miles. Ray says two miles. Two miles. Jim. Two miles. This is also two miles. You're both correct. Well done. That's two miles. What mammal has the most powerful bite? A hippo, a dolphin, a wolf, or a shark? I'm going to go hippo. Is this hippo, Brady? Hippo. Hippo is correct. Well done. You're both going to do that. And he's going to make you put your hands in a hippo's mouth if you go with him Saturday. That'll be awesome. (laughs) You think? Feed Nessie. (laughs) Yeah. What is the only place that dogs can sweat? The pads of their feet. Brady? No, their tongue. Their tongue. Tongue. Incorrect. Pads of their feet was correct. That's oh. the only place they can actually Dag sweat it. it. They pant through their mouth. They sweat through their toes. Dagnabbit. Dagnabbit. Dag you know what? You're going to the That's zoo. That's pretty solid. You there say Dagnabbit. You You're going to be Brady. best friends with <laughs> Brady <laughs> ever. Dagnabbit. You, you're a grown man in public that said Dagnabbit. I should just beep it in case. <laughs> I haven't heard it in For so the Mormons. long. It might mean something racist now. It might change names in, in city streets because of that guy. Wow. How about that? A Dag Nabbit was on. Oh, let's try Jay. Jay's on the line for our great game of uh, snacks, facts, and CPAPs. Are you there, Jay? Yes, sir. Let's are, go. You, are you ready? What is, yes, a female, what is a female vixen called? A foxen? A vixen? A whore? A female vixen? A female fox. Oh, 
I said fuck. Uh, uh, what said did I female know? vixen. You did say. Oh, did I say vixen? No, it's a vixen. Because what's a female vixen? Oops. It's a fox. I win. All right. How many teeth can a crocodile have in its lifetime? Five thousand. 10,000, 4,000, 1,000. 4,000. He says 4,000. I'll go uh, 5,000. 4,000 is correct. Oh, oh great. That one what? I thought you'd know because wow. you used to claim to be able to wrestle. Well, I didn't know a croc to Ted 5,000. That's right. You, said, uh, you bad know a croc? That's yeah. Right. TikTok croc. What is a group of parrots called? Seriously. Um, a coloring? A pandemonium, a murder, a yacker. Pandemonium. It's a pandemonium of parrots. Let's, Jay? Let's go yacker. It's a pandemonium. Yacker. We're tied one to one. <laughs> All right. Name two mammals. No, oh, I just go with this. Name two animals besides humans that are capable of getting sunburned. Elephants, dolphins. Okay. Jay? Uh, yeah, let's do rats and elephants. First off, no. <laughs> rats can't sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird. Just walking around peeling and stuff. Uh, elephants can't sunburn. They can bake in the sun. They can't burn. It doesn't hurt them. It doesn't bother them at all. The pigment doesn't change. Dries out. That's why they keep a Pigment doesn't change. There. Okay. A pig, a pig or a dolphin are the two that can okay. knock out sunburns. Right, so you're both wrong. Nice try, though. Uh, on a farm, what is the closest living relative to a T-Rex? Rooster. A rooster. Yeah. I I'll guess we count. That's that. a chicken. Chicken, chicken counts. That's right. You guys are good at this. What is the living creature on the planet that has killed more people than any other creature? Mosquito. He thinks it's a mosquito. I'll go with that. Mosquito, mosquito is correct. That was teetsy fly. That would have been a good Now. This recently has changed, but name a sea creature that can change its gender. It can identify as another thing. A seahorse? Frog. RuPaul. Ha! Sea creature. <laughs> you say a, a horse and a frog? A seahorse? <laughs> a horse and a frog. <laughs> oyster is the only oyster. one that can do it. An oyster is the only one that can actually grow a new one. The other ones can adapt like through being both. Gotcha. This one okay. can make it swing. He's a swinger, man. All right, this is the last one. What is a baby hedgehog called? A baby? A hoglet? A piglet? A hedgelet? Hedgelet. You what? What? Hoglet? You say, Jay? Hedgelet. Or hedgelet? You said hedgelet. Hedgelet. Baby. Hoglet or a piglet are all that's left. Unless you want to go with hedgelet as well. We'll go hoglet. He says hoglet. Mix it up. Hoglet is correct. You're out, Jay. This battle went on a while. Brady is proving himself the tour guide at the zoo with all these guesses. If he gets multiple choice, the facts are going to be unbelievable. Nice try, Jay. You're out. So Kevin and Jim, Mr. Dagnabbit, 
going to the zoo with Brady. Nice. That's great. And they'll feed you. That's freaking great. That is. Dag Nabbit. Hot diggity, said uh, Jim. Hot diggity, I'm going to the zoo with Brady. Goodness gracious, great googly moogly, you guys get to go do stuff to. Oh, boy. Yeah, zoo, and, and I guess if you wanted to, you could go down to the zoo and buy tickets and just follow Brady around, right? It's on Saturday. It's buy one, get one free. Yeah, but then but your tour, then when you get oh, into the Oh, yeah, you're not going to be able to get yeah. in the... Uh, just tagging along. In the behind the scenes. But you I, can tag along I'll tell you this well. right now. If you do that, yeah. Brady will not be able to say no to you. You will turn into Kirby if you're like, but I've been following you the whole day. Sorry, Chief. Got to turn you around and send you the other way. Not, not happening. Happen. The place will be to capacity if you guys show up and just follow him around. Am I wrong? Just stop at Eric's family barbecue, get some burnt ends, <laughs> yeah, and just right. bribe Brady with it. You'll be right in. You don't even need to bring them. You just smell like it. <laughs> Something about you I like. That's a beautiful thing. So nicely done. That's going to be fun. Brady's Zoo Trip this uh, weekend. Excited. We got the hot releases coming up in just a few moments if you're ready to go. And, I, and you sound excited. That was a very, very good pitch right there. Excited. Are you going to be all right with the people? You're taking listeners. This is like when yeah, you Yeah. I'm excited. I wouldn't be. Remember when we used to go see uh, shows in Tucson? It's no different. It'll be different. No. You're going to get drunks. You're going to have intolerance. <laughs> got high hopes. You're going to have somebody that tries to make a joke but ends up saying something racist and you're going to have to cover it. Ah, nuts and bolts. And it's probably going to be that Jim Dagnabbit Dag guy. guy. Dagnabbit, what's with all the <laughs> around here? Oh, my God. What's up, you sea sucker? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. yeah, start that. That'll be good. Uh, the hot releases are next. It's 98. It's another one that first album would have been pretty solid, too. They debut. This is all interesting to me now that we've gotten into this debut album crap. It's Brett's fault. Bringing up all this interesting off-the-air stuff we got to work on later. Cretan work, man. Uh, it's time now for the hot releases. we got uh, all the games and movies and uh, TV shows and everything else we can come up with. Right there coming out uh, this week, and uh, take a look at it all on Tuesday. It's brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family BBQ, uh, the home of the greatest barbecue in all of the land. It is amazing. And with spring training, you got the uh, you know the White Sox and Dodgers are right down the road there. You got you're on your way to Buckeye. You can get it on the Reds things. You get, they're a great place to stop off if you're heading out to the ballparks that are all around our wonderful city. Or if you're going to the zoo with Brady, take the long round. The I-10 out, boom up, hit the thing, and go out there and then... I-10-303. Brady, Brady will have more snacks for Already a long too. route from anywhere. You're going to be eating a lot. That's what I'm saying. So enjoy that. But Eric's oh, we family, got some good snack options. Oh, I'm sure of that. Eric's Family BBQ, uh, available right there at ericsfamilybbq.com. Uh, check those burnt ends. They probably have those Philly cheesesteaks, which I was a test yeah, dummy for. when are we for. getting those? I don't know. I was a test dummy for that thing. And... You know what the problem is? Oh, the guy's too damn busy to bring us food. It's very true. He got an order for like 800 things the morning he was supposed yeah. to drop those off. I saw him at the Suns game that I'm night. I'm against it. Stop going to Eric's Family Barbecue. <laughs> I agree. Stop so much going there. <laughs> How about everybody limit it to once a month? That way we can get some food around here. I'm driving out there, but man, that Philly cheesesteak is ridiculous. Everything he's got is good. So head on over there. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com out in Avondale. We love them, uh, and they're the best you've ever had. Eat, mesquite, repeat. Skate, skate, skate. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Who goes first? Whoever you want. I'll let Toledo go first. All right. We're up here. All right, so since we didn't do it last week, there's a a few things coming oh, yeah. out uh, that we'll get to from last week and also this week. So last week, as far as the games go, there's tomorrow PlayStation Virtual Reality 2 gets released. 
So there are literally like a hundred games coming out today and tomorrow. Wait, there's games on VR for the PlayStation. Oh, I have no idea. VR. Yep. You have the Facebook one. You have the Meta one. You have the Meta one. So this is a. um, I understand that there's probably games on that, but on Facebook they have games on the VR. No, I've got games. I don't think so. I flew around in a hot air balloon for a while and then I went back to what it's for. So (laughs) this is uh, Star Wars: Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. This is for the Oculus and the PlayStation Virtual Reality 2, which is being released tomorrow. Lucky you, we're here to play. My buddy Mark refuses to use his kids' VR for the right things. Who she checks the history? And I'm like, you're an idiot. Delete it. You say the same thing. You won't do it either, but although you've looked. It's so worth it. Just so everybody... Oh, smell like Sobby's junk pile, kid. You all right? Okay, this is all... Yeah, it's all VR stuff. Um... So another one for Brady is uh, where here there it is. Uh, Chef Life, a restaurant simulator. This is like the half dozen of these. Everyone you can get. drive a place into the ground online now. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the graphics on this one stink from the last couple that we've seen. So. This does suck already because I'm bored in the first <laughs> yeah. second. Yep. Oh boy, I you have, have a kitchen. I don't need virtual reality for a kitchen. Look at the graphics. I don't need to flambe. Oh. Virtually. Customize your kitchen and dining room. Yeah, you got too much time. This in is just, oh, yeah, you are the laziest person alive. I guarantee you after you design that, that will be run into the ground. Oh, my God. <laughs> so much space there. Oh, yeah. Well. All right. On FX, as far as uh, TV shows go, Snowfall Season 6 uh, comes out what tomorrow. This is supposed to be great. Boy, I haven't seen any of it. Have this baby. When your empire is threatened, the gloves come off. The final season of Snowfall. They ripped it away. You're supposed to be out. Out. I built an empire. Starting back in zero. That ain't gonna happen. I don't know what this is. The cocaine empire, right? Yeah, in Atlanta. Looks intense. Uh, Outer Banks. This is kind of a teen dramedy, I guess. Uh, season three. Alex watches this one, so that's the only reason I kind of know about it. This is right up his alley. So it's for slow kids. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Outer Banks. Is it for teen? Is it like this that is kind of stuff? Kind of like the OC um, for nothing. this age, I guess. Oh, got that's the way it's it. But they all seem to be kind of killing things with spears. I don't remember that on the OC yeah. ever. It was a spaceship. This is nothing like the OC. Yes, it was. A big ramp of a spaceship just opened up on that beach. It wasn't. And now they're on an island. For my father and me. The treasure was our way out. Treasure hunters. How we even the scales. How the pogues win. All right. So outer banks. It looks like a vacation. That's on Netflix. Uh, you might like this one, The Consultant, starring Christoph Waltz. Fights? Waltz? Farts. Waltz. Um, I like him. It is a... Uh, let's see, where's my thing on it? It's good milk. Christoph Waltz headlines Hello. this dark comedy about Can a consultant brought in by a video game company to get things in order, but he soon begins to pull the strings the and take things into his own hands. Uh-huh. in Los Angeles, but suddenly... Our CEO is gone. Does he kill the CEO? I don't and know. Then he arrived. Dark comedy. That on Friday. So, who's the suit? He's a consultant. 
Good morning, comrades. So he just comes My in and takes over. Sir. The last thing you want is a guy that you don't really recognize coming and taking accent. over with a German accent. <laughs> that ends badly. Speaking from a second-floor balcony. Ooh, for those who work remotely, you have one hour to get here or you're terminated. And pray for him. Wow. Are you this looks that one's intense, looks too. Yeah. I like that one. The consultant. Yep. All right. Uh, Party Down. This is apparently the third season of Party Down. I remember I had the no idea about it. Yeah, the first. Uh, on Stars. Yeah. They, these are people who plan parties. It's got the guy from uh, Parks and Rec and oh, okay. Step Brothers. Yes, of course we're open for Adam business. Adam Scott, Jane yeah, that's Lynch, and Marino. Event info, and I will help you get the party started. Yeah, this one is this not is so bad. It's got some funny moments, but I never get into it. All right. They have uh, taken a long break, though. Yeah, I, I didn't even know about it. Carnival Row Season 2 is on Amazon Prime now, off of uh, HBO Max, I believe. Cara Delevingne. Nice to see you again, Inspector. Orlando Bloom. We're in a bit of a spot. thought maybe you could this help. one of the ones that debuted last week. He was stationed on a supply train that got robbed last night. There's people with wings. I'm out. It's fantasy. I'm, I'm out. You don't bring me bowlers and old Bobby outfits yeah, I thought it was... and then a fly. Can I bring you back face. in with season 21 of American Idol, John? <laughs> okay. Welcome to Sing City. Oh, they're doing it in Vegas, right? Oh, is that where it is? Yeah. I don't like the judges anymore. I liked it better when Simon either. was mean. Now Katy Perry just annoys kind of fawns on all, all over everybody. Yes! Lionel Richie's fun. Yeah. Katy Perry's just Elijah Wood in a wig, and I can't see anything can't about that. All right, well, that one uh, debuted last night, so you can begin watching uh, American Idol on Hulu today if you missed it last night. The only time American Idol was great fun was the auditions when they used to just shred mean, people and then people, yeah. have like a, a mentally challenged And then that guy. person would come back the next year right. and they would do William Hung. Yep. He's the most famous American Idol of all of them. All right, did you guys watch this last week on Netflix? It's a documentary style called Full Swing. It's about the PGA Tour. No, oh, cool. I've heard about this. It's pretty if you're going to be a professional golfer, you have to accept the fact that it's just going to be a wild ride. It's pretty don't cool. Know what's Is it good? Happen. Yeah. I might win 50 more times in my career. I might win zero. Like, that's just the reality. The Who was PGA that? Tour consists of almost just 50 tournaments a year. You win tournaments, you can make millions. You lose, you walk away with nothing. I'm going to punch you in your ribs. You told me on Tuesday you're going to make a million dollars. You picked a hell of a year to start following the PGA Tour. <laughs> it also yeah, starts up during heat. the season. I mean, like they, it's like uh, hard knocks. They're just following it's actually falling live that's cool. at a tournament. And then when the whole live news comes out yeah. and these guys are put on the spot on these press conferences. You Pretty see sweet. How much, yeah. Oh, wow. All right. So it's hard knocks for golf. All right, I'm in on that. Also on Netflix, a new series called We Have a Ghost. We're all trying to get a fresh start. Nothing like bad happened here. Finding a ghost named Ernest Haunted Hold on. This kills the whole Eddie Murphy thing. It's a family of uh, African-American people in a haunted house. That's right. You just get it. All right. (laughs) Too bad we can't stay. Makes them the target of the CIA. <laughs> no, 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 don't go. I don't miss the nightmare. We have a ghost. 
that. Is it a comedy? It's supposed it, to be with Anthony Mackie like and all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's funny. Uh, the last one I have is The Company You Keep, new ABC series starring Milo Ventimiglia. Oh, wow, already. Ten million, as agreed. I'll need to confirm the funds. Wow, okay. Hey. It's on the transfer of ownership. And he has to confirm the funds. <laughs> That's what Brett heard. Hey, hey confirm. Arthur Fonzarelli. What do you need, Red? What? This show just morphed into something crazy. Uh, it looks boring. Yeah. It's on ABC. That's all I got. It's, it's ABC, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. And no Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey review? Nothing. Still can't get that one up yeah. there? Nothing. I still haven't watched it. Damn it. Me neither. I'm going to watch it today. I promise you I'll watch Blood and Honey today. To watch Winnie the Pooh kill. My favorite childhood, next to Snoopy maybe, Winnie the Pooh is my favorite childhood thing. creepy old bother. Yeah. Oh, bother. I'm a bit peckish. I think I'll be the person. Uh, what do you got there? All right, new uh, new album from Avatar, Dance, Devil, Dance. This is Chimp Mosh Pit. Oh, boy. Oh. Angel. Angel. What are you saying? <laughs> what is he saying? I didn't hear you. It sounded horrible. Think of Halo and Wings. Angel. Oh, it sounded worse than that. I don't know what you were saying. Well, I feel like uh, I feel like Avatar. They're not breaking any grounds. Yeah. It's Avatar. Yeah, it is Alice, isn't it? And uh, Dope's got a new album out. This is uh, this one's called Dive. Brand new. Wow. Yeah. Dope's another one I thought was going to be a gigantic. Well, he's filling in for Wayne Stat. Well, they say he's yeah. the one that's filling in for Wayne Stat. Oh, really? Pitch for Wayne. Well, they got him toned down. Yeah, he can do it. Yeah. Uh, Godsmack, getting you guys ready for you fast. Lighting up the sky is the name of the album. This is you and I. Be able to see that live at UFest. Uh, I don't know how we got new Motorhead, but oh, apparently right. there was some stuff laying around. This is uh, he had some stuff in his closet. This is the one I always go to. They found his old answers. Yeah. Leave a message at the beep, and they just auto tune it. Bullet in your brain, Lemmy. You know what they could do with Motorhead, and I wouldn't know. Re-release everything and say it's new, and I'd be yeah. like, okay, because it all sounds like this. But it all sounds good. Yeah, everything's Lemmy. That's yeah. fine. You can't lose with Lemmy. Uh, be careful with the dump because I didn't get a chance to listen to this whole thing. Uh, this is Steel Panther. Oh God. Uh, this this one's called 1987. All right. Appetite for destruction. Blow 
all away. Boys are looking so damn good. I wondered if I was gay. <laughs> White snake making us bang our hairs in the still of the freaking night. Coverdale banging Tony Katane and the world all felt just right. It's <laughs> a tribute to 2 N word or F word, the game that's sweeping the valley. It really is. And, I won uh, last time. Okay, that's we're you. starting off with uh, we're going to do an oldie but goodie. Uh, the Ghetto Boys. This is do it like a oh, geo. Uh, <laughs> friendly N word. Those friendly N word. Yeah, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, I think they're mother effing somebody. Yeah, so I'm going to go mother effer. Right. I'll go angry N word. Angry N word right, from the Ghetto go. Boys. All right, here we go. I'm back like a rebel making trouble. Hey, you called it too. I mother effed it. All right. Ghetto boys right did out of here. That's fantastic work by me. Mother effers today's winner, and I am this week's champion of N word or F word. The Ghetto Boys. Fantastic. I just took a shot by looking. I'm like, they look like guys who say mother effer a lot. I'm proud of myself. Uh, there you go. Those are your hot releases. Brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family BBQ. Eric's Family BBQ.com. Suck it out. Damn it, now I gotta go watch that. This is your fault, Brett. You are earworming me to death today. Uh, it is uh, Avenged Sevenfold, uh, and we're about done here. John Tuesday. Mafia Slime, don't start. I'm gonna watch the whole movie. Now that's it. I've got Blood and Honey. I've got uh, Boys in the Hood again. The day you did that, we oh. did the first time, I went home and watched You can't it. not do it. <laughs> You still got one brother left, though. Every once in a while, somebody will say something. It'll spark a quote from that movie. And I'm like, I gotta go watch Boys in the Hood. <laughs> Who's doing all the shooting? Who's doing it? These fools here. Get your damn babies out the street. Where they go? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got some rock? You got some blow? I'll suck you. <laughs> Get your babies off the street. I haven't put the time in it that you guys have, but. Oh, I can memorize it. Oh, yeah. I, say, I do it like Rocky Horror Picture Show. I sing along with the whole mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> oh, to 
bad about Ricky's mama because she sure can make barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Anyway. Uh, damn it, Brett. <laughs> uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. I mess with these people constantly uh, fudging up their schedule, and I need to make a public apology. We have uh, scheduled times, and I get stuff in the way, and I end up here, and I'm like, I can't make it, and and they're always so accommodating. They're incredible. Uh, and that just goes to show you that they can adapt on the fly. And that's the whole point of, uh, you know, living your life out there in the in the world we live in. You've got to be able to adapt to things that go nuts. We talked about the guy at Intel that showed up with a bat and just started swinging. Took two people out. That's crazy. You never know. And they say that. The FBI statistic that's just horrifying is the place you're most dangerous, uh, that uh, most likely to have a dangerous situation happen is work. It's it's isolated. You're there eight at least eight hours a day, and uh, and more than likely, according to the FBI, something weird is going to happen there more than anywhere else. Uh, you need to be prepared for it. Not to say that everybody's going to have an office nutbag go crazy. And again, if you think you're the office nutbag, you're the office nutbag. We talked about it earlier today. It's like, am I the office? If you ask the question, do I, am I the office? You are the office nutbag. Uh, but you never know when they're going to go bananas. And uh, the guy with the bat, you can defend with a bat. We've done practice against guys with bats, swinging bats at each other and defending that and being attacked with one. And sometimes you get hit, but don't get hit twice. And that's the goal of self-defense. You try to break the situation. Somebody with a bat close enough to you is close enough to get hit themselves. So you start getting into those situations where it's like the nutball's gone crazy. Do I have anything in my tool belt that can stop this? They can do it for anybody. doesn't matter what size or shape you are. Just somebody who wants to uh, have... A little bit of protection over all the things they've earned throughout their life. That is what we're looking for. Their loved ones and yourself. Uh, And they'll do it for the ladies. The ladies' self-defense class still has a slot or two maybe left. Uh, You can check that out April 28th. And the CCW one, which I have decided I am definitely going to go. You guys should tag along with me. And you can get your CCW certification through this class, uh, and you'll be ready to go. That's on April 21st. So, they've got everything covered. Why aren't you going? ReactDefense.com. It's the home attack to the Black Brady Entertainment. Yesterday, I talked about Rod Dole's book, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, being right. censored. Um, censored more changed. Changed, right. yes. Altered, You're right. They still consider it being censored. That's the term that Changed the words of the intended, uh, the artist's intention. Well, we heard from Augustus Gloop himself. Michael Bolner. That thing's still alive? Yep. Wow. Played he Augustus must've... 1971. What's he look like today? I didn't get a picture. But Brett, get me an Augustus Gloop current it's shot. B-O-L-L-N-E-R, but it's got the umlaut above it. Well, we can't do that. I don't know how to do that on the keyboard. Bolner. It'll come up. But Let's he says, Bolner I don't think this Gloop. chocolate factory story was politically incorrect at all. Oh. I don't feel like it was cool. <laughs> it looks exactly the same. He added he enjoyed filming the movie, and he thinks the story <laughs> has value. <laughs> Gloop hasn't changed at all. What a head of hair on Gloop. Holy smokes. He's exactly what yeah. you would think he looked he like at this up, age. And he's in later hosen, so yeah. he's even still German. With a golden ticket. Oh, here's the cast. <laughs> here's the current, is that Mike TV? Uh, yeah. And Veruca Salt? And uh, which one's Violet which? Beauregard? Veruca, I think, is the one in the back. I don't know who the old, that really old Maybe that's the mom. Well, she wouldn't still be alive. Is that Charlie's mom you're talking about? Yeah, yeah that might see. be Charlie's. Charlie's mom's not still alive. Uh... Diane Stoll. No, that's a... Uh... One of them just aged poorly. Those are the kids. 
Well, there was only two girls. Was there three girls? It's Charlie on the right. Am I this is right? Charlie. That's Charlie. Charlie's That's Charlie. A, a member. He's a yeah. homosexual. Yeah, he looks like a member Mike, of the Village Mike TV's bald. Bald. That's Mike TV. Mike TV's gone Augustus. Violet. Violet Beauregard's in the in the. Violet dress. Veruca. I would imagine that's Veruca. Who was the, what was the other Who's kid? Who was the old broad? Who was the old lady? Augustus Gloop is still Augustus Gloop. Oh, it was up Gloop. there, I think. Holy well, smokes. That's a, it's an actress name, but left her a Diane Swole. Ooh, damn. Diane on Swole. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but Augustus Gloop looks just like him. And Augustus is saying, look, I've been called fat. I'm fat. Big whoop. I think that's Charlie's bomb. I think so. Way sure. Charlie's mom's still alive. Well, unless she was like she was 20 pretty, at the yeah, time. She but I mean, she's. She, 20s, maybe, that was her. That's her. Yeah. She's, she's like uh, close to 80 something. 83. Yeah. But it's yeah. good for 83, but that's a picture of the kids. I didn't figure Charlie's mom would Michael Bolner's point was it shows you bad things, bad behaviors. Yeah. Like that kids should not watch TV, should not eat too much. And it shows you that the good guys who do the right thing. They win at the end. Yeah, and they join the village people. But they didn't do the right thing. They did not. No, they messed up. They did just what everybody else did. They They drank fizzy lifting drink. Yeah, and they touched the thing. Mm -hmm. They had to scour it. You stole fizzy lifting drink. Good day, sir. But he realizes that. Then he gave back the gobstopper. The only thing he really cared about was if you gave Slugworth the secret. Yeah. That was really all Willie cared about. And you know what that means? Willie was a selfish prick. His whole test was to see if... You would uh, sell all of his secrets, so it was this, it was him protecting his assets. Meghan Markle is reportedly uh, reportedly upset at South Park. Her, yeah, at South Park. Oh, they crushed. And rumor has it that she and Harry are considering a lawsuit. Good, because that's exactly what the show <laughs> said they would do. What are you looking at? Don't you understand privacy? It's hilarious. They, I mean, they skewer these two. Skewer them, and it's brilliant. Real Housewives Giselle Bryant and Robin Dixon have a podcast called Reasonably, Reasonably Shady. Okay. And Eminem doesn't want him to use that name. Suing him because he feels that people will confuse that shady with him. Unreasonably shady. <laughs> yeah. Reasoning with Shady. Yeah, Brady don't want to get shady. He don't like Shady because he'll get <laughs> Sean McCoy will sue everyone. McCoy. <laughs> Who hasn't played football in a while, but Brady will still place a bet on him now. One of those Shadies uh, out there is going to run for 100. <laughs> Adele and Ed Sheeran declined to perform at King Charles' coronation concert. Because? Ed Sheeran said, I'm in Texas the night before. A flight. I'm not going to get back. Plus, he's got to stand with the gingers, and Harry's not there. Adele gave him no reason. Don't want to do it. I don't feel like f- doing it that's why the royal friday the concert lineup hasn't been confirmed but lionel richie and the spice girls are expected to perform (laughs) that's perfect (laughs) that's what i want to watch boozy badass is scrapping his uh joint album with ti because he thinks Uh ti is a rat because he told on uh, the guy who shot megan v stallion's foot i don't know the story i'm just throwing it out there I'm throwing facts out like I'm at the zoo with Brady. He says the the album isn't coming out because T.I. ruined everything. Yeah. I could have told you that. I've never trusted (laughs) T.I. Who's that again? Good news for uh, Alec Baldwin. 
the uh, prosecutors downgraded one of the charges. Um, yes, that is probably basically good takes jail time out of the equation. Oh, he won't go to jail now. Yeah. The uh, that's huge. So what is he going to the trial for? Like just wrongful death, so he can lose money. I guess they can. I told you I was shooting blanks. The initial charge would have carried a potential five-year prison sentence. Oh. Well, good for Alec, now I suppose. Now he'll just be uh, cleaning up the side of highways. And so he's just going to be service. have a big thing on his ankle. Maybe he'll do uh, gun classes. Why can't he get the Caitlyn Jenner treatment? She ran somebody over and killed him and never... She, like, had a $100 fine. Well, it's because it was Bruce. She killed Bruce. He got the death penalty. Actually, now <laughs> I think about it, Bruce Jenner yeah, got his dick lopped off for that. <laughs> he ran that lady over on the side of the road and then took his dick away. It's a horrifying punishment. What is going on out by our building here? They're tearing up the road again, and now there's just traffic. We're never getting out of here. I got to go to Canes. You got to go to Raising Canes right, right now. It's going to take a while to get down 52nd Street. Brett's going over to 51st Avenue in McDowell, right? Yeah. Heading over there to, uh, and, he, and he will be armed. I'm yes. warning you right now. Brett's coming in. <laughs> He's coming in packing. Caniacs. Caniacs, don't you mess with him. Brett will be out there today. That's my chicken. All sorts of cane stuff going on there, and uh, you're going to give it to the Caniacs that show up. Right. So 11 o'clock, Brett will be out there in about 41 minutes, or 51 minutes. And, Maybe. Uh, give you, yeah, this depending traffic, on this, I hope so. Whatever the hell's going on up in our building here. Uh, anyway, good luck to you, Brett. Have fun Thank out you. there uh, with the Raising Canes gang on 51st Avenue and McDowell. We're all done. We will see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever, friend. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.